Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, the place where Christ culture and nerd culture come together to butt heads and then finally hug it out over a hot meat lover's pizza. My name is Tony T, and I'm going to be your happy host for the next few minutes. We're going to be talking about all things geeky, gamer, nerdy, fun, and faith-filled. With me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Hello, listeners. Trying something different. <laughs> trying something different. You know, this is a nerd show. Don't nerd shame me when I try something nerdy. Please. Not, please. I don't think it's like nerd shaming. I think it's more like idiot shaming. Steven shaming. No, no. It's nerdy uh, stuff. There's listeners that would like that. There's like listeners who like bangerang. Listeners who like ba weep, grana weep, ninny bon. You know, if we it do, touches we one a, person. We do get a lot of mileage out of the ba weep, grana weep, ninny bon thing. I'm not going to yes. lie. That uh, was my. That was me attempting a Joker impression. Wait, what an is, animated no, series good, Joker It was impression. good. I knew who good, you were. Good Mark Hamill. I was with you. I knew who you were. Okay. What was that universal greeting again? Oh, no. Wait, ba wait, weep, grana weep, ninny bon. Over on the other side of the table is the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. In... What are you gonna say out later or something? <laughs> uh, I, I thought he was just saying a letter. Oh, <laughs> like N for oh. and P. Nope. Uh, and nope. that what you just spelled? No, it was N- nope for mayor. Nope no for city council. That's why I said, that's why I said I nope. I know. I Leslie, it. nope. Leslie, nope for city or council. Nop. Nop. Welcome to the Nop Squad, everybody. <laughs> right over across the table from us, the uh, the best looking part of this show, the twins, Jackie and Jess. What up? All right. Uh, what up? And over, over in the booth, a certifiable genius and a bona fide madman, Nicholas the Sad Boy Sadler. Hello. You can't, can't teach that. Teach that. You can't teach that. <laughs> AWFT soft. Well, guys, it is a uh, it's a wonderful week here at the Nerd of Godcast. It is uh, we are recording this on Sunday night, November twentieth, uh, a day which shall live in infamy. It is my thirty ninth birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. Okay, hey, hey, hey! I don't, the, your Maryland impression needs some work. Um, <laughs> nope, stop! To you. You. <laughs> I'm going to stab you Happy with this birthday. highlighter. You were gonna yeah, die. I don't think she this is the episode where Stephen <laughs> dies, ladies and gentlemen. Just it's a nice. birthday. <laughs> the she narrator jumps stupid. in. Morgan Freeman stops it at this point. I'd like to say that they didn't kill Stephen on this episode. <laughs> don't hand sh- him a knife. There's the no, record, the record no weapons, rip. please. Uh, we are so glad to. This is a very special week, and I want to talk about it in just a minute. It's not just because uh, I'm a year older, uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about some of the fun stuff that's happening later on this week. But before we do, we want you guys to be part of the conversation. It's not <coughs> fun if it's just the six of us yakking. And by the six of us yakking, I mean the five of us yakking because Nick never says anything. Yay. Uh, but, uh, we want you guys hello? to be a part of it. Join the conversation by connecting with us online. You can find us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can check out our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com. Or you can even email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to connect with you, chat with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. It's Thanksgiving this week, you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, so... <laughs> 
Yeah. We've got people from all across the country represented here, but mostly the South and then Jessica. And then Jessica. <laughs> Where we have no R's. We have no R's. No, no R's. So proud. Nick just went and put his got my cockies. But South. one thing that brings Coffee. people together from all across the country is Thanksgiving. It's a time Bless. for food, family, and gratuitous overeating. Mashed potatoes. Uh, mashed potatoes. Pumpkin pie. Mashed so, potatoes. So let's talk about uh, the, today's one question. It's time for the one question interview. Okay. Huzzah. Uh, it is time for us to talk about what is our favorite Thanksgiving consumable? What is the thing that we enjoy eating the most? Everything. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. I love me some mashed What do you put potatoes. on your mashed potatoes? Everything. <laughs> A cow. <laughs> something some, Something that... um my family would do I mean even not even including Thanksgiving but we would just mix things in with the mashed potatoes like as kids we didn't want to eat our peas so mom's like well just mix your peas in with your mashed potatoes and you don't taste them I'm not gonna lie that was my my staple growing up my dad would take the a, a fork full of mashed potatoes and then press them down on his peas the peas would like <laughs> stick to the bottom yeah. of the fork mm-hmm. brilliant not bad brilliant there's no other way to eat a can of LeSueur's peas mm-hmm. uh, than on the butt end of a mashed potato filled <laughs> fork but like my in fa- my opinion. My favorite um, way that we make the mashed potatoes is we don't peel them. We Oh, you leave that skin on it, girl. Yeah, we you do the, little, the dirty mashed potatoes. A little texture in Homestyle. there. Yeah, and we, we, we don't make them smooth. We leave a little lumpy. A little lumpy. A little lumpy with little some lumpy. sour cream, some milk. That was Neff's nickname in elementary school. <laughs> oh. little lumpy. <laughs> smooth. Sour cream milk. So, okay, so what do you do, what do you put on your potatoes? That's my question. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big gravy person, but I'll put cheese on them. Fair a little cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah, I don't like cheese. Cheese. I don't like brown cheese. Sometimes, bacon bits. Sometimes chives. just a little butter. Bacon bits. Just a little butter bacon ain't bad. Bits. Oh, yeah. It's like to where it like creates a little butter pool on there. Or like uh, just getting the turkey and then just dipping the butter turkey. Butter pool. Band name called it. <laughs> <laughs> butter pool. Like it's just, already just a Just dipping the turkey in the mashed potatoes and... Yo, turkey mashed potato sandwiches. Okay, you can't take all the answers. Other I'm people want to see what <laughs> the they moist like to. There's so much food. So Jessica, much. what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Uh, when we put all leftovers together and my mom makes turkey sandwiches. Mm. Oh yeah, that's I mean the, the stuffing, the, the, you make the, the, the even the cranberry Dagwood sauce. Turkey sandwich. Mm. All the cra- no, it's a it's a it's a pie. Did I say sandwich? It's a pie. Oh, it's a pie. It's you a didn't pie. Say sandwich. Because she said sandwich. That's <laughs> why it was in my mind. Okay, so this is the it's thing a turkey about pie. So my mom takes people. everything and puts in a pie. They and make it's amazing. stuff into pies. Yeah, why not? Like like meat pies are amazing. Meat pies are good. Meat pies are weird. We came from Britain. Pies pies need to have fruit in them. Not always. Like apples. Chicken pot pie, hello. Or chocolate. Shepherd's pie. Or chocolate. Mm. Shepherd's pie. Yes. Nicholas. Shepherd's pie is very good. Thanksgiving food of choice for you. One thing I look forward to every year is uh, my aunt makes these uh, knot rolls. They're not rolls? What are they? <laughs> no, she ties a knot. Everything in Thanksgiving is that's not a roll is a knot roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cornbread. That's not, not a roll. roll. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it, but she ties each each little roll. Like a, a garlic knot. knot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. But, minus but the it's garlic. just rolls. And... Uh, she makes so many of them that she just brings them in a, a white trash bag, basically. And you're going home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> a white trash bag of garlic? <laughs> I, know, I know it sounds weird. Slug over her back hey. like St. Nicholas. <laughs> Hello, auntie. What's in your satchel? <laughs> Not rolls. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Got any biscuits? All right. If, nope. you, if you can keep Rest them fresh, man, I want you to smuggle some of them home for us. Steve-O, what's oh, yeah. your favorite Thanksgiving? Uh, I would have to say uh, macaroni and cheese. Macaroni mm. and cheese. Yes. You do you uh, you like macaroni and cheese? Kind of like there's different ways to do the mac. You and soupy cheese. or not soupy? So, okay, that's a that's a good way. I like mine soupy. I like okay. it cheesy but not soupy. Baked with the little crumblies on top yes. of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, with a little, 
little cheese on top. Mm. There's cheese like in all have, of like, it. Well, no, like you have like the cheesy sauce kind of stuff. Do you need to be left alone for a minute? <laughs> no, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm not mad. A good, a good bowl of macaroni and cheese. There's a food truck that we go to, and it's called Smack, mm. and uh, they do like little takeout boxes, like the kind you would get from a Chinese food restaurant, and they fill it with macaroni and cheese and something like macaroni and cheese and pulled pork or mac and mm. cheese and lobster or whatever. Oh, and man, macaroni and cheese to me is like the perfect bed for. Just whatever else kind of food you want. Macaroni and cheese, throw some chicken on it. Why not? Uh, macaroni and cheese, throw some hamburger in it. Sure thing. Taco hamburger, absolutely. Regular hamburger, why not? Macaroni and cheese is just like there's the foundations of the earth. Macaroni and cheese to me is the food foundations of the earth. Mashed potatoes can be too, though. I ain't mm-hmm. mad at mashed potatoes. You can do a lot with mashed potatoes. The land potatoes is, are so versatile. Praise God for mashed potatoes. I think Thanksgiving potatoes is in sort general. of like the, the prelude to the wedding feast of the lamb. You can boil um, them. You can mash them. You can stick them in the stew. <laughs> Neff, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? <laughs> well... <laughs> Y'all eat whale? <laughs> whale, whale, your whale. Are a bunch of Inuits? <laughs> no, we're all from Alaska. <laughs> the only oh, there goes Whoa. Tony's mic. It's because I'm 39 now. <laughs> you having a senior moment? <laughs> <laughs> happens. Happens. Uh, I'm <laughs> should be. Why should I be embarrassed? I don't what know. I, I'm laughing. I don't know. Okay, if Jackie like, likes to attack me, I mean, the secret <laughs> word is whale. <laughs> Scream really loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got, I was about man? to do a Dory impression, but then I thought better. <laughs> okay, so I like, uh, well, I like honey baked ham. That's, that's like a, that's a universal holiday thing. See, sometimes it is. I don't dig on the ham. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah, I like a good Christmas and Easter. You know what? As a ham guy, no, no, no. I don't disparage that you like the ham. It's just not my, my, my meat of choice. Have you ever had one of them Coca-Cola hams? What? Oh, what the Coca-Cola ham? What is that? Where they take it's the ham, but they pour the Coca-Cola on it while it's baking, and it gets all caramelized. I no. thought you did that with root beer. No. No, no I've had Ooh, root beer. I had root beer marinated bacon before from another food truck. From Sounds one of my other fantastic. favorite food trucks. So oh, if man. I can't have ham, stuffing. <laughs> if I can't have ham, <laughs> I don't want nobody, baby. Sorry. <laughs> if I can't have ham, whoa. <laughs> this uh, is going to be a silly episode. I'm okay with for that. a little bit. <laughs> I don't have stuffing. <laughs> but um, but uh, this Thanksgiving, I was invited over to a church family here. Uh, they're Jamaican. So, hey, so yeah. Oxtail might become my favorite Oxtail Thanksgiving. Man. Dude, if you get a chance, Ditto. do you like spicy food? Do you like spiciness? Sure. Never mind. You this like is it. that's like Asian, not Jamaican. Like I also it. recommend some Peakleys, but that's the wrong. You're a food <laughs> racist. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> now I got a question for you guys. Turkey? Are you white meat or are you dark meat? White meat. White Either meat. one. I'm Why all dark meat. Is it too much to ask for both? No, I'm all dark meat. Y'all can have the white meat. I'll take it. Y'all can take a breast, man. I'll just have a leg. Are you just saying that because I called you a food racist? No, I love. I prefer dark meat chicken all the time. I I'm gonna build a wall meat. around the dark Turkey. meat. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> mashed potato wall. <laughs> you know, I think a mashed potato <laughs> wall is the wall that all Americans can get behind. Praise God. Protesters <laughs> all across the world are putting down their signs right now, <laughs> going, gonna, "Build us a mashed potato wall." I'm gonna build the Rio Dan. The Rio. There's gonna be a moat Grand. out of gravy. Oh. I will, I will you say this. You need a gravy boat for the gravy moat. Oh! oh. No. I don't like bars. brown gravy. There's the bars. 
I will say this when it comes to Thanksgiving food, and this might have people not like me. I absolutely loathe, hate, disgusted by stuffing. No, I agree with you. I don't. No, I'm with you. I don't like stuffing. Why am I sitting between you two? I don't like the taste. I don't like the texture. But with one exception, Portuguese stuffing. Portuguese stuffing. Okay. Because Jessica's aunt was like handing down a recipe from their great grandmother. And it's the some of the most beautiful food that has ever caressed my your, lips. Your hand gestures <laughs> that were uh, just immaculate. Uh, my mom makes oyster stuffing. Uh, that's that's the right reaction. Okay, moving on. Why do you hate everything that I like? You like oyster stuffing? No, but oh. like stuffing and ham. And no, no, stuffing. Is I don't good. hate ham. I just prefer turkey over ham. Stuffing yeah, is like meat flavored soggy croutons, and that to me is perfect. It's exactly. mostly the texture for me. Like I don't like wet bread, uh, so I like. In my the mind, dry stuff. I like the but Steven, I just I don't, I also been, don't like I the been meals with you so many times where you oh dump God. so much sauce and stuff on things. I, I don't feel like you've ever eaten a piece of dry bread in your entire life. There's a life. difference between wet with sauce and wet with water. To me, that's like wet with water. It's wet with but gravy. I also don't, it's wet with gravy. I don't like gravy. I don't like brown gravy. It's wet with turkey innards. <laughs> this, is, this is my this is my body. The, f- the first time my mom... Your body is made of turkey and your blood is made of gravy? You need a doctor. <laughs> I don't think you should participate my, in Thanksgiving this my year. Diabetes test is, uh, my diabetes tests... My favorite Thanksgiving food, and, and you know, I, I want to get more excited about dessert. Uh, I don't like pumpkin pie that much. What? Me neither. And I'm not a big fan of pumpkin pie. You're not eating it with enough like uh, whipped cream. I'll take one well, see, now, now, I'll take some pecan pie, cream. man. Daggum. Well, well, everything this My season. mom will always get for Thanksgiving, just for me, she'll get a coconut cream pie. I do look forward to that coconut cream pie. No, nah, man, I like me. I love me some pecan pie. That's a, the most southern thing pie. about me. I like I like some pecan. They're now, my pecans, sister, this pie. this is my this. I have to pull a tie. That my favorite food for for Thanksgiving. My sister and uh, various people in my family will make this second one. But my sister Jamie will make this uh, sweet potato casserole. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah. She Just got that. it's like. It's like heaven has touched your lips. Praise the marshmallows. I feel like Isaiah in chapter six. It's like when the hot cold touches your lips and you're cleansed of all your sins. Woe is me, for I am undone by yeah. these sweet potatoes. I am undone <laughs> by, the, by the delicious caramelized You got potatoes crust. and then you got sweet potatoes. Right. And you got some stuff. It's like pen, pineapple, apple, pen. It's a, a potatoes. And, and then I, love potatoes. I, I also love corn pudding. <laughs> I love corn pudding. I am mad at corn. Corn is the perfect food in my opinion. If it could just be corn and potatoes... And meat would be good in life, and bread, and stuffing. I've had everything but the green stuff. I like greens, beans, potatoes, <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> lamb, ram. <laughs> you name it. You name it. And we're topical again. We. Um, <laughs> I, I had a conversation with someone uh, a while, uh, not too long ago. We were talking about food, and it came down to green bean casserole. Mm. I don't care for green no. bean casserole. You I can take try my green bean casserole. I need to try yours. You need to try mine. yours will change my mind. It'll change Not your mind. Not likely. It will. Really? I put so much cheese in it. Cheese. Oh. It's, it's, it's mostly cheese casserole. casserole. It's she got did. one green bean laying over the top of yes, it. Yes, that's about right, it. Next time we have snack time, I'd Jackie, like bring in her A block of cheddar, please, we'll with a green bean on top. And you can move the green bean if you want to. So we <laughs> Just the casserole part. Let us know. that This is this is sort of a challenge that we're going to put out to the Nerd of God squad out there, all of our listeners. You're off of school this week. You're taking a little bit of time off of work. You're just relaxing. You're looking for something to do in between uh, football and food-induced comas. Mm. And Coma. uh, you're listening to our show. This is what we want you to do. We want you to send us in a photograph. Uh, give us visual photographical evidence of the geekiest 
nerdiest thing. Uh, whether you're making some kind of nerdy, geeky food for Thanksgiving or whether you go out for Black Friday shopping and you buy something geeky or nerdy, uh, show us the coolest nerdiest representation of your Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, send us a picture of that and use hashtag thanksgeeking. Hey. Oh, I like that. Just rolls off the tongue. Thanksgeeking, and uh, we will we will check all that out. You can tag us at Nerd of Godcast, and uh, we are going to be giving away a prize from our Nerd of God stash to the one that we deem the best of all. So uh, please participate in that. It's Thanksgiving weekend. You've got nothing but time on your hand. And uh, we want to hear all about the madness out there at the shopping malls in your area and the people that you have to elbow and fight to get $150 40-inch television and all that good stuff. As someone working retail during that time, please be nice. <laughs> please yeah. please be, nice. be nice. I saw an ambulance had to get called. A woman got stepped on trying to get a laptop at Walmart <laughs> oh a few gosh. years ago. Um, it is a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. You don't need anything that bad. We are spoiled, uh, mm-hmm. rotten people, but I still want it. So you can buy it online, man. That's why I do all my shopping. In your pajamas. Um, Cyber Monday. That's right. Cyber Monday is my jam. So let us know what's going on out there. Uh, it is Thanksgiving, so please be safe and don't drive under the influence of gravy. Uh, we've got a couple things that are coming up on our calendar that I would like to share with you guys before we get into the meat and potatoes of our episode. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we we did an episode, uh, a video episode a, a little while back uh, called Seems Sketchy. Yep. Uh, where we had our listeners give us suggestions of characters and crossovers and uh, different wacky ideas and scenarios. And we all got together and drew. We had a little art party. Uh, we put the art in party. And uh, we drew. It was it was all of the Nerd Godcast crew here. And we had our special guest, the official Ness, EJ Nieves, was with us. So we, we did have a lot of fun with that. Nolan actually has your picture hanging up in his office. Did oh, you know he does? That? He does. Which picture? The uh, Wolverine and Cyclops. It's special now. Shish Thanks, Nolan. Yeah, so we've got a, we have, it's a really fun episode. I think we're going to put it out in three parts. Uh, it'll be on our YouTube channel at nice. Nerd of Godcast, or we'll link it through our website, nerdofgodcast.com. So we would love to hear your feedback on that, and that's going to be something that we do from time to time. So if you have some more seems sketchy ideas, please let us know. Uh, we have been invited by a place in uh, Ocoee, Florida called the three-in-one cafe it is a christian cafe they do a lot of uh you're you're familiar with three-in-one now if you, you can give us a little yeah. rundown on a brief well, I, I performed there a couple times what, um, tell us what it is it's it's um it's like a small restaurant mixed with like a club type deal and uh basically it's a venue so they have events uh with music uh musicians they have family game night and stuff like that, so it's a really nice venue. We are going to be hosting an event there on uh, Friday, uh, or Thursday, I think, December 15th. Uh, the Nerd of Godcast crew will be live in person at the 3-in-1 Cafe, uh, hosting a Star Wars Rogue One party. Uh, we're going to be out there doing games, doing trivia, kicking around a lot of Star Wars fun and knowledge. Uh, maybe we'll have a little some Battlefront tournaments set up. We're going to have a good time. And then at the end of the night, we are all going to gather our personal belongings, take small children by the hand, and walk down to the AMC West Oaks 15, where we will be watching the midnight premiere of nice. Star Wars Rogue 
one together. Ooh. So everyone make sure that you're working the late shift that Friday. So and jazzed. we're going to have a good time. If you are in the Central Florida area, we'd love for you to come out to 3 and 1 and hang out with the Nerdy Godcast crew that night. Then we got one more thing. And this is a surprise. I don't think anybody even knows that we're going to do this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, except for Jessica. <laughs> uh, except for Jessica. We, <laughs> we do all. an event here no, uh, every fall for uh, the church where we have this outdoor movie night. And uh, we're doing that next week, next Sunday, the 27th. We're going to be having our family outdoor movie night. Nice. So subsequent to our family movie night, we're going to be having a Nerd of God cast presents an outdoor movie night. A little nerdy nice. drive-in movie that Sunday hey. night. Uh, we'll give all the information, what we're going to be watching and stuff like that up on our nerdogodcast.com website. But if you are in the Central Florida area, we would love to have you come out and be a part of that action. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to kick around the ideas of what movie we're going to watch. We're going to talk over the movie probably, so create some good conversation and some good fun. It's it's not the most uh, pristine uh, movie watching environment. This is definitely more of a party environment, so we would love for you guys to come out and be a part of that. We'll fire up the popcorn machine and have a Yabba Dabba Do time. Uh, that's uh, November 27th. Uh, check nerdygodcast.com for more info. Uh, you guys want to play a game? Yeah. Sure. All right, tonight we've got a game. You need to have your writing utensils out and ready. Looks like everybody is prepared tonight. This is a game called the Punderdome. Yes. And what it's going to do is I'm going to give you a prompt, actually a series of prompts, and you're going to have just a few seconds to come up with the best, worst pun imaginable. Yay. Uh, remember, you are going to get points for coming up with absolute, not laughs, not like, ooh, how clever. You're going to want groans. So, Stephen, <laughs> you should excel at this. Yeah. Okay. Excel right like this. Microsoft. <laughs> There you go. He's our <laughs> one point for Steven. Uh, remember, puns can be based on rhymes. They can be based on sound-alike things. Don't be shy. Uh, make it terrible. So I'm going to give you two props. I have two cards here. Uh, your pun is going to be based on Celine Dion getting sick. Celine Dion getting sick. Oh, daggone. Let's see what you guys come up with. Take a few seconds here. This is terrible. <laughs> nope, I have nothing. You can I, write I a couple. You can write a couple if you got some. I, I have. There's no I have real limits. I have nothing. I have All right, Neff. Anybody else have one? Me. I go on. I okay, go ahead. Her fever will go on. Her fever will go on. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Um. Never mind. No, 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 no. You have to. No. It's okay. supposed to be bad, so it's okay. Celine Dion, the medicine. All right, all right, Celine Dion's medicine. All right, that's not bad. Uh, mine is mine is is awful, and not because it's like that's not even a pun. I just wrote down because I wanted to have something down. I have a Titanic sized cold. That was it. <laughs> that's not bad. That counts. That's not bad. That's a good one. Uh, Celine was projectile vomiting. It looked like a Nick Cannon. Mm. Uh-huh. Wait, why'd you put Nick Cannon in there? Oh. I was thinking of Mariah Carey. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, why is Nick Cannon here? What was worse? He gave me a look like, like did I not know something about Celine Dion? Yeah, I was like, oh, like, wait a minute. Uh, Mariah Carey isn't Celine Dion. They're not even uh, together anymore. Uh, anyway. Uh, what you got? As an organ donor, her heart will go on. Oh, uh, very twinsies. good. Very good. I've kind made of. a huge mistake. <laughs> I, <did>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of came up with this one off the top of my head real quick. Uh, Celine Dion, she's a famous Canadian. She's from Quebec. Oh. 
better than mine. It is better than yours. Mine wasn't even a, a pun. I just wanted to have something. Hey, yeah. mine wasn't even relevant to the person. <laughs> yeah. It was clever. I give the point to Jackie. Good job. Good job, Jackie. All right. This one is about for Jackie. Uh, grooming college. Grooming and college. Give me just a couple seconds. We'll do a few more rounds of this. Just having some fun. Uh, I picked up this game on Amazon.com. It is called Punderdome. It was very affordable, and it's a box of opportunity. The object is really to come up with the worst possible groan-worthy statements. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Let's go around the table. Steven. All right. Uh, grooming in the sense of, like, I got my hair cut into a frat top. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's good. That's good. Nick? I didn't get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jess? Uh, hairdressing students are constantly cutting class. Oh! Yeah, I think we have a winner here. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Jackie? I got to pick my grades up from the groomers. They're having a bad hair day. It was better than my Titanic one. <laughs> Uh, before the test, I need to brush up on my studies. Hey, that's really, really I good. love this game. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I'm, I'm, I'm whatever about it because I didn't have a good first. That's good. All right, um, here we go. Next, Wait, one. what's yours? Oh, I didn't. I wasn't really actively thinking about. Oh. So just what was it? Out? Grooming in college? Uh, yes. Uh, what was yours about the frat? Yeah, I got a frat top. Cut my hair like into a frat top. Uh, I just got a fresh shave. Now I'm looking like a fresh man. Ah, mm-hmm. I see what you did. Fresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jessica wins. Point point for Jessica. Yes, definitely. All right, snacking musicals. Snacking musicals. <laughs> Give you guys just a second to think about this one. Snacking musicals. I swear if you took mine. I'm probably not going to get the point for this I'm one, but I don't so even care. Mad. So had this one in my pocket for a while. All right. That's weird <laughs> weird sounding. All right. Jackie. Alexander Hamilton is not throwing away his snack. <laughs> Dang it, Jackie. That was mine. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't even care if I don't get a point for that one. I like it. Nick, what you got, man? Just tapping out, huh? Yep. Steve-O. I mean, I want to have a Hamilton and Swiss cheese sandwich. <laughs> Oh no! Just are, going around. Are we going? <laughs> are we going better. full Hamilton on this one? Just because going, I couldn't think it would be clever for any of the other musicals. You're gonna, you're gonna like. ham it up. Uh, is this Hamilton, Neff? My uh, my seafood started singing the other day. Alexander Clamilton. Oh, that was online. I made that one up. Mm. I've seen something see like that online. that online. I went for a little more traditional, little Andrew Lloyd Webber, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Ice Cream Coat. Oh, <laughs> that one wins. Point you. to Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Because uh, I, I was snack. trying to think of something not Hamilton. I'm like, dang it, that's the only thing I can think of is Hamilton related. All right, I thought Cats and Rent and Moulin Rouge. Mm. Hamilton's the only musical I'm super familiar with, so. I ate too many chips, so now I'm feeling kind of lazy, miserable. Castles in this. <laughs> ca- oh, oh, never know. Castle on a cloud. Oh, I, I like to go the there in my sleep. Stop it. All right. Um, grocery shopping cats. Grocery shopping cats. Oh, I can't use that one. That's on the internet. <laughs> this would be the perfect opportunity for you to make a mention of regional supermarket Food Lion. <laughs> Someone out there knows what a food line is. Or Ralph's. 
California. What does that have to do with cats? I think they're owned by the same people that made Food Lion. That's the only. <laughs> Steve Ellis. Here. The best. Oh. Aw. Thank you, Jack. It's a special week. It's a thanks. It's a thankful. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grocery shopping cats. Steven. Mine's not good, and I stole it from the internet because I can think of things. I want to go buy me an avocado. Uh. <laughs> okay. Neff. <laughs> Wait, you didn't get think or you're not proud of it? <laughs> it's bad. Uh, the aisle was littered with <laughs> 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 uh, What you got? Watching so much Miraculous Ladybug has prepared me for this. I thought that was it. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 wow. this, no, okay. no, 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 no. Are you positively sure we need milk? Pause. Pause. Meow. Yep. The training. Just call me Chat Noir. The, tra- the training has paid off well. The young one. <laughs> At last, the student has become the master. Jess. What's a black cat's favorite spice? What? Bombay leaves. Hey! I don't, I don't get it. Bombay's are black. Bombay, it's a type oh, okay. of cat. It's a breed. Let's go on, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> Nailed it. Nick. I would purr again. That was perfect. That was clawful. Ooh. What? Other cat puns. What? Anyway, Nick, what you got? Nothing. Oh, come on, man. I'm not good at doing this. Nick wins. Um... Something about what kind of what kind of laundry detergent do you use? Whisk, Gers. <laughs> oh, whiskers. Is a, I think whisk is a whisk was the laundry detergent. I, I'm 39 years old today. I think Happy that birthday. in my entire life, I thought that I would be more concerned with ring around the collar. Yeah. As a child, television commercials led me to believe that this was an epidemic in our country. I've never had to deal with it once to my what knowledge. What is Ring Around the Collar? Exactly. Is that anything close to Ring I think Around the Rosie? It's like polio. I Hot think we beat it. I think we finally beat Ring Around the Collar. No, I think it's just FDR. the dirt from FDR your FDR neck so getting proud. on your collar. <laughs> on your white shirt. <laughs> he didn't take that sitting down. Now it's bad because he's a real person. All right. Um, aud- <laughs> auditioning yoga. Auditioning yoga. Let's not do seven more of this one. We should. I like this <laughs> Good job, one. Steven. I like this one. I got Obama Llama right over there. If you need to oh, bust Obama Llama. I like Obama Llama. Oh. It's like it's it's going to be like the uh, the Beverly of this of this game it for is. me. <laughs> it is the palate cleanser. Auditioning yoga. The yoga instructor came in for an interview and gave a sunny salutation. Okay. Okay. Better than mine. Mine's stupid. What you got? Well, it's auditioning yoga. Why don't you go ahead and give me your best rendition of Oklahoma yoga? I said it was like bad. Oklahoma. I said it was bad. Like it. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma uh, yoga. No, I got you. Where the winds go, something down the plane. Don't let the stock go downward. <laughs> what you got? The audition wasn't going well, so I downward ducked out of it. Nick? It's a downward dog. Right. Might be a downward duck. It's like a downward dog, but you got to pinch your wow. backside a little bit more. <laughs> I I auditioned for the part for Thor, but it was a bit of a stretch. Hey! Oh. 
Nick good. wins. Very good. Good job. Yeah, Nick wins. Point for Nick. Nick brought the thunder. Last yeah. one. Hey. hey. <laughs> he brought the punder. Uh, hey. Welcome to the punder dome. Hunting <laughs> board games. Welcome to the punder dome. Hunting <laughs> board games. Hunting board game. <laughs> Mine's done. Nev, I hope you and I don't have the same one. <laughs> no, mine is simple. <laughs> like I have oh, the I have the punchline, but I don't know how to set it up. No. Sorry, I got you in trouble for punting that ball through the window, even though you told me don't wake daddy. That's three. That's three. Where's the hunting the ball part. through the window? Yeah. Where's the hunting part of it though? Oh, I thought she was punting. No, hunting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pun of hunting. Punting. Maybe <laughs> uh, winner? I, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. I'm sorry. This I got you trouble because Nick Cannon. Carey. Uh, I admit, it's all wrong. <laughs> the guy who shot Bambi's mom is going to be sorry. Well, That's more appropriate than mine. That sorry. joke was so part cheesy. Oh gosh! Oh. <laughs> what do hunters like to play when they're waiting in the deer stand? What, what hunters like, huh? like to play when they're waiting in the deer stand? Shoots and ladders. Uh, uh, hey, that's so clever. That's, that's good. layers. That's good. Layers. That's good. layers. It was the hunter in the woods with a rifle. Clue, clue, clue. Uh, oh. Hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That's solid. Mine's similar to Jackie's. It's like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to see what happens when Dick Cheney's in trouble. <laughs> you don't want to go hunting with Dick Cheney. It's like a 15-year-old joke. Yeah, well, first thing that popped <laughs> to mind. I live in the past. That's one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future. Whoa. Throw this away. I was hunting in the I like this jungle. Game. What? What? J- Jenga. What about Juban? Why don't you just go with Juban? Jeng- <laughs> just say Juban. Jenga. Jenga. Lol. Having trouble there? I've made another huge mistake. <laughs> I don't yet see where you're going with this. Uh, oh, he was man. just hunting until the dice rolled five over eight. Hey. Oh. <laughs> In the jungle, you must wait until the dice rolled five over eight. Jumanji? Yes. Mm-hmm. Run. It's a stampede. <laughs> Tony's gonna like pimp slap you with his sleeves. Pimp <laughs> slap me. Sleeve slap. <laughs> like that's what I saw going. You were fidgeting with your sleeves, and I'm like, he's gonna slap someone. Uh, you know what? I'm just pulling up my sleeve right now to see what time it is. It's time for Nef News. <laughs> Reaches for the paper. Exactly, you are exactly more surprised that it's time for Nef News than anybody else. <laughs> like, I saw where that was going. Really? You're still letting me do this? <laughs> I was surprised that you wanted me to do this. thought it was over. But we're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they try to keep you out, but they can't stop you. You can't hold a brother down. Every time I get out, they pull me you back in. Right back in the down. game. Oh, my gosh. You can't keep a good dog I know down. that song. <laughs> That's from like a Disney, isn't that from a Disney it, No, it wasn't a Disney movie. I can't remember who <laughs> made it, but it was. Bow, wow, wow. All dogs go to heaven. Yep. Bow, wow, wow. Did you guys not want to hear mine? Bow, wow. What is it? They they told me that I would like playing Monopoly, but they were Cecil the Lion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Dentist. Tell me why that one. That's the tooth, the whole tooth, and nothing, nothing but, but the, the tooth. tooth. So, oh, God. Man, man that, that, that pun was too sweet. 
Hey everybody, welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. <laughs> this is brought to you by Palace Script MT. Ooh, fancy. If you're a fan, if you're a fan of crappy wedding pamphlet fonts, <laughs> I got the font for you. And here is your news and your culture. We are gathered here today for Neff News. Mowage. Wove. Two News. A dream beyond the dream. <laughs> and here's your news in nerd culture this week. In movie news, the live-action adaptation of Winnie the Pooh <gasps> has officially received a director. Mark Foster, known for World War Z, Monsters Ball, Stranger Than Fiction, The Kite Runner, and Quantum of Solace. Wait, what? What? <laughs> will direct the film. Let him finish. Now being called Christopher Robin, which takes place in the future... And Christopher is going through tough times, and the silly old bear and his friends reappear in his life. I can only imagine Piglet's reaction when he runs out and finds Christopher's family eating breakfast, including delicious crispy bacon. That sounds. That sounds like really, Christopher Robin sounds, has like schizophrenia. Poor oh drinking problem. I don't like that. Like, Drop dead like, Fred. Like <laughs> Disney did such a great job with Jungle Book. Just do that. Just have little boy interacting in a CG world with Winnie the Pooh, Kanga. Little Rue. It could be Bill Murray. Rabbit. Bill yeah. Murray. Everything. Bill Murray for everything. Oh, oh bother. Like, is, is, is Pooh going to be like an actual, like, bear? Like a live action bear? Like Ben. Whoa. He's going to be like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what my mind went to. It's like, is this going to be like a golden, like, brown bear with a red it's shirt? A golden like, bear. Little golden just bear. Just like, it's just Jack like. Nicholas. <laughs> golden bear. <laughs> Piglet's gonna be like a little pygmy pig. Trying to sell oh, super oh, gold. Oh, 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 uh, <laughs> nobody even erect to my Lord of the Rings reference. I'm sorry, I was crispy distracted. This <laughs> is crispy bacon. Oh, anyway, video game <laughs> <laughs> and video game news. According to a Neff News consultant, the Nintendo Switch is rumored to be releasing with Pokemon Stars, which is the third installment from the Pokemon Moon and Sun. It's like the, the sun, moon, one. and stars. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. As Pokemon uh, yellow to their red and blue. Mm-hmm. As a bonus, much like Wii Sports with the Wii. Except I don't think anyone will be hitting their TVs or family members when they try to catch a Bidoof instead of hitting a home run. I mean, you've obviously never played video games at my house. I always hit my sisters. My son was playing Pokemon <laughs> Moon. He just got Pokemon <laughs> Moon, and he had been playing for hours, even to where he had caught a shiny Caterpie. She was greatly excited about. <laughs> I can see that. I just caught a shiny canopy. Until I, I, he left his DS in my car while he went to go help the pastor of our church out, and I brought it inside to make it convenient for him. And at some point in transit, I popped the cartridge out <gasps> of the DS. Oh no! And he lost many hours of his game. How dare you, Tony? Uh, oh, that's yeah. terrible. He was. He was not happy. Greatly dismayed. At least it hadn't been like. Like weeks worth that you just erase, but I'm sure he'll be delighted to hear that there's a new version that he can pick up for his Nintendo Switch. You mean coming March 2017? A new version that you can pick up for his Nintendo Switch. Correct. <laughs> Actually, if this is Daddy's correct, made of money. then it'll come with the Nintendo Switch. Yay! That's true. In TV news, the Doctor Who Christmas special, which involves the Doctor fighting alongside a superhero is getting a two-night theatrical release December 27th and 29th in select theaters. This will make another unprecedented superhero film released in theaters that is better than any DCEU film. (laughs) (laughs) I can fix you. (laughs) There's still time. Please, let me fix you. (laughs) Idris Elba. 
Please, please don't touch yourself. <laughs> this has been <laughs> Neff News. Have a very today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you so much, Neff. We're coming back in just a minute with some more Nerd of Godcast. But now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm a sponsor. <laughs> Would you like to buy some pie? <laughs> wah wah. <laughs> please. Wah wah is what brings us together today. <laughs> wah wah. Sweet wah wah. <laughs> We don't really have a sponsor, so... <laughs> Dween, Me enough can't even from another commercial. <sighs> He's missing Jessica, move your face. Watch that tone, sir. <laughs> Calm down. All right. Uh, well, we are very excited tonight die. on the Nerd of Godcast because uh, tonight we are talking about something called crossovers. And you guys have seen these things in, in movies and TV shows and comic books galore. Uh, today, we were sitting at home watching the uh, movie Toy Story 2 mm. on the Disney Channel because... Why not? And uh, Nick and some friends of ours were, were over and we were watching it. And we pointed out that the uh, the Toyota, the, the Yo! Pizza Planet truck mm-hmm. uh, was in Toy Story 2. And that it popped up in all the other Pixar movies, which kind of got us talking about crossovers and, and how things are. Do they all exist in one shared universe? Uh, you know, Finding Nemo and the Toy Story movies and, and Cars. And, and if it does, you know, you have the whole Pixar theory of... Perhaps the the cars are the futuristic version where after Wally and you know B and E has taken over the world and now we have uh, totally uh, autonomous vehicles pun possibly intended. Uh, so <laughs> it hurts my head thinking about it, but I do love crossovers. I love it when you have an unexpected uh, character pop up in a different universe, and that is what brings me to my big surprise tonight. My one of the greatest treats for our Nerd of God squad listeners out there. We have a crossover episode right here. You didn't even know that you were a part of it with us via Skype is the Christian nerd, Scott Higa from sunny California. Welcome to the sunny Nerd of California. Hey, guys. Hey, Thank Scott. You. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to see all your faces. I hear your voices. <laughs> and it's not nearly as disappointing as I'm sure it is to you guys seeing my face. No, this here. is magical. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm there <laughs> with you. This is Oh, amazing. yeah, no. This is a great living room in California. It's not sunny, but it's also not 1030 at night. You guys record really late. We really do. Yeah. You can always tell at the end of our episodes we start falling asleep. <laughs> That's usually when it's time to bail is when someone starts drooling. It's like, good night, everybody. Yeah, so you really don't have to stay help, stay there, but you do have to go we home do. and go to bed. Yes, we have <laughs> to get out of here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. It's so good to have you on the show. We've, uh, we, we Thank listen, you so much we for having regularly. me. Yeah, it's great. Tell us a little bit about The Christian Nerd Podcast. The Christian Nerd. It's not, it's, it is a podcast and a blog. It started just as a blog. I started in 2011, really just kind of, I, I, the, I call it a, a, an examination of the intersection between the Christian faith and nerd culture. Just really, if you love Star Wars and you love Jesus, then my website is definitely for you. It's kind of what I try to tell people. And so it's been a blog for all that time. And then about a year and a half ago, I started a podcast with my friend and co-host, Ron Offringa. And we've been doing that for, we started, I think, the weekend Age of Ultron came out. was our first review episode, nice. kind of a big pinnacle nerd event. And so that's when we started. And we do it every week, kind of a lot what you guys do, just talk about nerd culture, how it intersects with our Christian faith. Ours is probably a little different because it's focused a little more just on kind of what I write throughout the week is one of the big sections that we have on our show. But nerd news, nerd culture, all, all the things you guys talk about. I'm just sitting here nodding along like, yes, I agree. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. Oh, yeah. Likewise. All you, absolutely. All the, all the things you guys get, you all your you, the nerd rage we feel over ridiculous things that we probably shouldn't, but we do. Like when you're talking about the little girl playing with your 
Uh, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, no. I died a little bit on the inside. Just all of that's like no, dude. But you, just and then we all recognize the ridiculousness of like sure. a little kid who wants to play with a toy. We're like, but it's a toy. But, but it's no, a toy. it should stay in the box. Yeah. Just, just leave it in the box. Anxiety, <laughs> just that's, thinking about it. Do you uh, that, uh, do you do you collect toys? Do you do you uh, do stuff I, like? I have some. Mo- my my collection, and as you were talking about that a couple weeks ago, my collection is definitely movies, Blu-rays, <laughs> DVDs, games, video games that I've never played, movies that I've never watched. But <laughs> as I was walking through Best Buy years ago, I thought I needed to have in my collection. And so now I'm still paying for them because I bought them on a credit card because I was an idiot. <laughs> and so, so I have a large collection of movies that... I probably don't even enjoy, but I enjoy seeing the bop on a shelf. I'm very nervous. You know, we're we're looking down the uh, the the barrel of Thanksgiving week, and uh. Black Friday is dangerous for me because we like mm. to go Black Friday yes. shopping, and I will always buy probably about 25 or 30 Blu-rays. And <laughs> I, I I was ridiculed the other day by some people that were over my house, Nick among them, and uh, <laughs> that I have so many movies that I've never opened. And he's like, I want to watch this movie, but it's not open. I I know I have like 500 Blu-rays. And maybe a third of them have been opened. Um, so I've really kind of knuckled down and committed. I'm going to watch a movie at least once a week just to kind of wade through my unwatched collection. Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy a new movie before you watch through them all? Is that the commitment you've made yourself? Watch them all before you buy a new one? Or that, no, that's I, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no it's, it's a sickness, sir. I'm not proud of it. There's still, <laughs> there's still movies I bought on Black Friday like two years ago that are unopened. I bought and, you a video game on Black Friday two years ago that I don't think you ever played. What game was that? Was it Dead Rise? Yeah, I played 10 minutes of it. All right. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> My gift to you. It was uh, good. The 10 minutes were good 10 minutes. Very good. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we we enjoy listening to your show as well. I really do love your blog. I read your blog all the time. Uh, oh, thank we, you so much. We I geeked out that. the other day because you, you name-dropped us. Like, ah. Yeah, no, totally. You, I, I was listening to your music episode talking about nerdy soundtracks. Yeah. and. Literally, I was listening to it, and then that day I tweeted it to Tony. I said, thanks for this episode, guys. Now I went and spent $10 on the Oblivion soundtrack because I really wanted to listen to it. $10 so I'll send, you the, I'll send you the invoice for that. Please, absolutely. We'll just, we'll just make it a write-off. I hope that's yeah. the case we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I did a screenshot of that. I'm like, look at this. We just got mentioned by the Christian nerds. So this is our crossover episode. So we are crossing over sort of an East Coast, West Coast thing. I don't know. If, absolutely. Uh, so I don't know. If that Forget means- you flyover states. That's right. <laughs> Midwest, we ain't talking to you today. <laughs> Talking to you. We need we need like a Chicago Midwest chapter of. Uh, I'm from Christian Chicago, Nudes. so I guess. Oh, that's are you really? There, there we go. We yeah, celebrate your music and your pizza. Uh, oh, <laughs> and the Cubs this year. And the, go, go, go Cubs! Yeah, yeah, go go Cubs. Cubs! Yes, that 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 consumed most of my nerd life for the month of October. I had just spent all my time watching Cubs games. So it's so funny nerd. because that's one of the things that we don't always have in common. We I think the first time we had a conversation or, or inter- yeah. interaction was during the Super Bowl last yeah, year. it was. Because we, we were having a sports ball conversation, and you were very much into it, and I said, man, this yes. guy likes sports. That's, I don't I don't get it. That's not my, my thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it hurts my nerd credibility how much I like sports, I uh, think. Preach that it. People- no, that's okay. <laughs> Neff and I are both big sports fans, too. Okay, good. Yeah, they are. They are so big. what, like University of Florida football? or I'm like, well, no, Neff is no, a no, Florida no, State no, Seminoles fan. Know. Easy, easy. I, I, I'm a I LSU you. Tigers and New Orleans Saints fan. I also like the St. Okay. Louis Cardinals. I apologize to you. Oh, no. <laughs> but I was going That's for the Cubs horrible. this year, mostly because of Back to the Future. Mostly. <laughs> but mostly Wish I could have gone back to the beginning of the season. Oh, and put, put some, some money, money on the, the I tweeted that. That was my favorite tweet I've ever That's tweeted. Right. And that hurt his Christian credibility. So 
Like he got a, a Stephen has a gambling problem. Kids. So, sorry about that. Yeah, we, we you know we appreciate all things that people can geek out about. I mean, being a nerd about something, being a geek about something, doesn't necessarily have to be fictional or fantasy. It, you know, it's just whatever you enjoy. Just your level of obsession, it. I think. Well, more than anything. There, there was a great there's a great ESPN commercial a couple years ago where you saw like all the zo- all the jocks sitting in the lunchroom going over their plays and studying, and then the nerds walk in and they see them like studying like what a bunch of nerds and they just walk away <laughs> it's like I the love, flip of the script there i love Great. it when you tell stories about things that i haven't seen and i really feel like i'm there like watching the commercial <laughs> right now <laughs> awkwardly trying to leave the room because it's espn uh, but anyway uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit tonight about some of our favorite crossovers and we'd love to have you weigh in on that Scott. absolutely uh some of the w- whether it's a, a shared universe I, I remember the first when when i was watching the uh, incredible hulk with uh, who? Bruce, not Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Banner. Um, <laughs> Bruce Banner. Uh, that's a, that's a oh whole no. different transformation. Oh no. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> no, no. Oh no. no. Far from incredible. Lou Ferrigno. No, no, no. The movie that uh, with oh, Liv Tyler Eric and no, Eric, Edward, no, Norton. No, Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. Ed Norton. That's right. That Ed, one. Thank you, with Scott. With Ed Norton. And at the Dude, end, so out many. of nowhere, Tony Stark walks in. Yeah. Uh, and I remember thinking, okay, we're really seeing this shared universe for the Marvel Universe happen. What was bigger for you, that or the Nick Fury one? Nick Fury. I squealed when Nick Fury came in. I had that ruined for me. I was so mad. I'm so sorry. But that was a... Uh, that kind of about, Iron Man 2? Iron Man 1, when Nick Fury Iron- walks in at oh, the yeah, end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was really cool when it's like, okay, I, they was a, there was the hint in the post-credits, okay, you know, you're not the only one out there with superpowers. And then when we see him actually walk into the Hulk, which was only a few months later, yeah, and made by two different film companies, I believe. One, at the, the time. Hulk was Universal, and I think Iron Man was Paramount. And, and yeah. it was like, okay, well, this, this cohesiveness is actually going to happen now. That was a pretty cool thing. So in some instances, we have, like, these shared universes. Uh, can you guys think of any illustrations of that or something that maybe jumps out at you of... These things exist in the same plane. Go ahead. Uh, Jetsons and the Flintstones. Oh, <laughs> you took mine. Because I loved that. I don't know if it was a movie or like a couple part episode where they switched and like the Jetsons were in Bedrock and then the Flintstones went up to the Jetsons. I don't know if they went up or to the future, whichever way it is. But I love oh. that little switcheroo. Like that's one of my favorite episodes or whatever of the Jetsons Flintstones like that mashup is I love that so I love much. the fan theory that they both exist at the same time yeah, just one and the like, Jetsons are yeah. <laughs> like the rich people and the Flintstones are the poor people yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a statement on you know economics yeah I still I like the Jetsons it. are the one percent oh. well, well, I feel bad for George <laughs> then <laughs> I, I, uh, I on the same topic of uh, old classic cartoons I enjoy all the Scooby-Doo crossovers oh, yeah. with yeah. everybody the with every single person Batman, the Batman and, and the Addams Family oh my Adams gosh families. classic didn't they have Chris Rock those. on an episode too of Scooby-Doo I think they did now they, now they have like wrestling like WWE yeah John Cena was on there one time yeah. oh yeah I think the original ones when you have the fictional characters yeah. were really good yeah. Well, yeah. except for the Harlem Globetrotters which was great what was great <laughs> about the Scooby- fictional <laughs> basketball players well, <laughs> <laughs> what was great about the Scooby-Doo and uh, Batman and Robin was at one point it was Casey Kasem talking to Casey Kasem Oh, I thought that was cool. hilarious. Yeah. He was Robin yes. and Shaggy. Exactly. That's fine. Any, Scott, what do you got? Anything? I was singing recently, and this one's totally dumb, and it just happened for five seconds. But you guys, I don't know if you watch New Girl. I don't watch that show at all. I have watched it, but I don't keep up with it. A yeah. Bit. And so uh, the New Girl was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I, I imagine it was like one of those meta moments I was supposed to be freaking out about because it's like, oh, look, it's just from New Girl in the same car with Andy Samberg. This is great. And I just thought, this is dumb. What is she doing interfering <laughs> with the show that I really, really enjoy coming on the show? That I don't, and I don't even like Zoe Deschanel very much. You know, whoa, she just whoa, seems whoa, kind of... Whoa, whoa, Easy, easy. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I think, I think your show is much more positive than my show. <laughs> <laughs> 
but vitriol. Okay. That, you you that, slam that whoever you need to. It's fine. Okay, that was a good one. And I also think a lot about these aren't necessarily shared universe, but all of Wes Anderson's movies. Yeah, how they yeah. have a lot of the same oh, actors. Yeah, I playing. love that. Not not similar. Not the same roles. Are very similar roles. Bill Murray in Rushmore. Bill Murray in Life Aquatic. Bill Murray in Royal Tenenbaums. I think it just has the same cast of actors that he just keeps casting all his movies and, and i just think that's great are you a wes so, anderson fan i am an avid wes anderson i just fan. watched nice. moonrise kingdom the other day for the first time <gasps> is it good I I love it's on netflix so good. i did like it i we, just haven't pulled the trigger my on my wife yet. and i went to saint augustine florida for our honey uh, honeymoon for our anniversary uh <laughs> two weeks ago and we stumbled into this little waffle and milkshake shop called Cousteau's. and upon entering i realized the entire store the entire restaurant was themed like the life aquatic every oh item on the menu was named for for something in the movie it was so That's amazing i'm about to watch that movie tomorrow once I, once I got it, it I'm I geeked out. I'm like, you don't even understand a jaguar shark. That's I want a jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't care as much as I did. Wes Anderson makes some funny movies. But yeah, when you see the crossovers between things or recurring themes like that, that's something that comes up in everything from from Tarantino to the J.J. Abrams movies. You know, when uh, when Zoe Saldana walks up to the bar at, in the Star Trek reboot and she orders a slusho, which yeah. is from Cloverfield, which is from such and such. It's, yeah, it's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, and one, yeah. one thing that they kept up the uh, two of the main writers from the TV show Lost went on and created Once Upon a Time. Uh, both are ABC properties, and they actually kept a lot of the same like small little advertisements that they made up for Lost. One of them is an Apollo candy bar. The other one is like a type of whiskey called McCutcheon, and they you have those in the Once Upon a Time universe too. And it's kind of and they even have uh, Mr. Cluck's Chicken. And like, there's an episode where somebody goes there and they have a cluckety cluck cluck day, and that made me so happy. But like nobody understood why I got so happy over a cluckety cluck cluck day until I see uh, Captain Hook jamming out to "You All Everybody." Oh, I'm, I'm, oh uh, if that gosh. happens, I'll faint. Did you uh, you watch Lost, Scott? I it's on my list of things to get to. I haven't watched Lost. Haven't watched once. I'm I'm actually a really bad nerd when it comes to nerding out about things. I don't have a lot of time. I have a newborn baby. She's seven months old. So oh, that's congratulations! Really. Really dominated my life for the past seven months. So all those things that you guys, I I really I, I listen to your show and I, I feel worse <laughs> about myself because Don't feel bad. you all you all you but you haven't done it for a while. But you started out like saying this is the nerdy thing I'm doing this week, and I'm like, oh, that's something I want to do. Oh, that's something I want to do. Oh, that's something I want to do. And live and through I, our sadness. I, I, I I'm living I'm living vicariously through all your nerdy adventures, that's and it funny. makes me feel better about myself. My swimming pool is green right now, but I'm really caught up <laughs> on Metal Gear Solid. So. <laughs> Priorities, man. That's right, man. If you give up sports ball and feeding your child, you're going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I remember I, as a kid, the first time the concept of kind of the shared universe hit me, um, I always thought it was kind of cool that well, even the Hardy Boys and the Nancy uh, Drew, Nancy Drew, Drew. Oh, that they kind of yeah. did crossover yeah. things as a kid. I thought that was neat. Yeah. I remember sitting in my library. I remember pulling a book out, and I was in third grade, uh, and it was uh, a, the story of the movie uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Yep, I was. Uh, yeah, nice. and I thought that was kind of a cool concept. But one of my oh, favorites, yeah. and I had to look up this clip right before we came to the show because it kept popped in my mind and I loved it. Was Fozzie Bear driving his Studebaker, Kermit the Frog's shotgun. They're on their way to Hollywood. Yes, and they pass Big Bird walking oh, down the road. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. they say, should we give this guy a ride? And excuse me, you need a ride? And he's like, no, I'm on my way to New York City to break into public television. That's uh -huh. funny. <laughs> and little kid me was just like, yes, Good luck. yes clap, clap, <laughs> wonderful. This is so That's perfect. So cool. I heard you play that, and I'm like, who was who was that? Because yeah. the voice sounded familiar. It was Big Bird. It's classic. I guess it's weird if you hear him but don't see him. But, but to a nerdy effect, I, I remember you, you – I never watched horror movies, but you – 
liked the Jason. I, I, I growing up, uh, I really liked like the Friday the Thirteenth movies, not because they were scary, because they were ridiculous, and I thought they were hilarious. But I never got into uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That freaked me out. But nope. they did the nope. crossover thing there. They with, did yeah. before before they did it. They actually like kind of hinted. Yeah, at it. and Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Uh, they at the end you have Jason's mask like in the sand. Freddy's uh, hand comes up, grabs it, pulls it down, and that was sort of a joke. Just they sort of a, a little they wink. There, that's what they had no plans on doing. Or they were talks, but they never got around to it. And then, like fifteen years later, they made Freddy versus Jason. I remember in the background in the movie Predator Two with Danny Glover. Uh, on the Predator ship, they had the skull of one of the aliens from the movie mm-hmm. Alien. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we geeked out about that. We were like, oh, my goodness, there's aliens in the Predator universe. That's really, really cool. And, and then, then we got the movie. And then we got the movie, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, be careful it's what you wish that. for. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw a, any of the AVP movies. Yeah. One, one of my favorite crossover things is, well, it's a little bit of a crossover, was there was a block, I think, in ABC uh, where they had four, like, teen shows. Yeah, TGIF. And, yeah, yeah, and it was all connected. By uh, they had one night where Salem the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch yes. went through all of the <laughs> shows. Would yeah, Urkel oh would just show up like with a jetpack on Step by Step or something? Yeah, full house, <laughs> full house. Yeah, that was a Halloween episode, episode by work. the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a I remember that. I was talking to Tony about it earlier. Boy meets world makes goes me back in time. Makes you yes. Sorry, I just remember that. <laughs> My ears. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. About that. I'm sorry. <laughs> just peed a little. I get excited, Scott. I'm sorry. So TV crossovers, then, if that's that's a good thing, who uh, who's doing it right? Uh, I mean, DC Universe, yes, r- right now. Yes, I don't. I, I I feel bad at myself for not getting into like Arrow. I have yet to watch Arrow, but I started Supergirl and Flash, and I know the all and uh, what's the Legends oh, of Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I started I started all those, but never made it past the first episode. So much work, but I know that they all mm-hmm. kind of intertwine. I'm like like Stephen Amell is in the first episode of. Flash. Legends of Tomorrow okay. and Flash. So that's, that's kind of cool. Like I like how it's all crossing over. Let me jump back over to you, Scott. You, you know, you're yeah. talking about how your life has just kind of gotten to a point where you can't keep up with all of these things mm-hmm. anymore. I think that's becomes one of the frustrations of having these shared universes is you have to now consume so much. Yeah. I think at some point you have to pick and choose what you're going to watch. Because I haven't watched any of the DC Extended Universe shows. Sure. And I, I actually just saw a photo of the crossover with Supergirl and Arrow and flash and then all the other characters in the background and it was like really bright lighting and so i thought man like that doesn't look that great <laughs> and i actually sent a text to ron with a picture saying is this what in humans is going to look like oh. on tv oh no. Oh. oh no is black bolt going to look horrible which yeah. is a giant fear so i think i think that, I, that's the problem like that's the great thing about i mean the reason why the nerd of god cast exists the reason why christian nerd exists is because nerd culture has gone so mainstream and that there's enough content out there where you guys can produce a podcast every week i can i can write about this stuff for almost six years because every day there's a new trailer something new so i mean but it's two a double-sided coin because on the bad side it's like man how do how do i keep up with this yeah. when we were little tony and tony were probably in the same closer age range i'm 39 was, years old today <laughs> oh happy birthday happy, happy birthday, birthday tony it so is you, your birthday you were, period <laughs> i'm i'm 35 so you're a, a full high school cycle ahead of me indeed but just the idea that when we were younger, it was, oh, there's a Batman, one Batman movie yeah, coming out. Absolutely. I can watch Superman on TV. Batman. <laughs> I can watch, I'm not I can that watch old. Superman, <laughs> I can watch Superman on TV one time a year. Sure. I can watch Spaceballs, even though my, my parents let me watch Spaceballs, and that movie's horrible. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, all those jokes go over your head when you're seven. You're just like, ah, that yeah. guy looks like a dog. <laughs> so all there's there's so little co- to consume and now there's so much so that much. we really do have to pick and choose we have mm-hmm. to be discerning and not 
that, you know, there's much better things we could use the gift of discernment on. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of nerd culture, I mean, yeah, if we were if we were to consume everything, I mean, I think Quentin said it like that's a full time job. Like, how do we consume all of this stuff? It really is a full time job. And, and there, yeah. there's there's almost too much. You, you have to be a little choosy when when I follow the Marvel Universe, but I can't follow DC. There's just too much to have there. And and I want to play video games. And it used to be as a little kid playing Nintendo, I could play all the best games. And now there's so many things coming out that I just kind of have to mm-hmm. phone it in on some of them or, you know, play yeah. or it you then... have to buy three consoles to play all the oh, games gosh. that you really want. To That's play. true. I mean, I know a lot of you guys seem to be PlayStation guys. I'm very much a, an Xbox aficionado. East not Coast, West Coast. I don't know. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Big and Tupac. There That's we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but and so, yeah, but even like the idea that like make me to play No Man's Sky, if you want to play No Man's Sky, you have to have a PS4. That's right. I mean, that was oh, that a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, but, but and if you want to play Halo or anything with Mario, I guess you can get on iOS now on December fifteenth. That's right. But just get that. There's so much to consume that. Yeah, I I I don't watch any of the DC stuff. I haven't even watched Luke Cage yet because oh. that's a show that I Alicia, my wife and I, will watch all the Marvel shows together. Mm-hmm. But she just started teaching. She got her first job teaching high school in October. Nice. And so she's been consumed with that. So we're sort of taking Thanksgiving break. Is maybe we can sit down and watch thirteen hours <laughs> of TV together. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Don't have to work. It's like Maybe. we're we're gonna ignore all of our family on Thanksgiving and just <laughs> watch, right. just binge. Yeah, the food's over there. Instead just of eat, food binging, we'll gonna, that's what it's all binge. about, isn't it? <laughs> my problem is I've watched the Marvel shows with my wife, and uh, I haven't watched any of them with my wife. She didn't watch Daredevil one or two. She didn't watch Jessica Jones. She started watching Luke Cage with me, and it's so hard for our schedules to get together where we can sit down and watch an hour long TV program that I can't finish Luke Cage because she doesn't want me to go on without her. Like, oh, this was so much easier when you didn't care. <laughs> oh, my God. I can just watch it while you're sleeping. That's a strange crossover. It's like me and my wife trying to watch a, a nerdy show together. <laughs> she, she wants to. She wants to, but she's not She's not all the way there. Um, another shared universe, and you know, the Disney universe. They bring these characters together sometimes, but then they all kind of exist in their own little pocket things. There was a show, I just learned this the other day, called Darkwing Duck. Yes. yes. Oh, Let's yeah. get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> and and Darkwing Duck had Launchpad McQuack. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Launchpad originated was on DuckTales. On DuckTales. Ooh. What I did not understand was this, that Darkwing Duck does not exist in the same universe as DuckTales. They are alternate universes mm-hmm. that Launchpad, somehow there's an A version and a B version. Like one of them needs huh. to have the Spock goatee. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're not the same, not the same Launchpad. And which is because in Darkwing, he's a little bit more heroic and, and gathered and he's sort of a clown and a buffoon in DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Um, you can interpret that however you want to, but the creators of the show, I guess they needed to put a nail in that coffin of speculation and say, yep, nope, not the same launch pad, not the same Duckburg or, or whatever. And I, I really didn't want to know that. I feel like they, they kind of pulled back the curtain and now I'm seeing the little man pulling the levers and mm-hmm. pay no attention to the man. I don't, I love yeah, that was the nail in the coffin of my childhood. They killed it they killed for it. me because like I loved growing up. I, I That was my favorite block of television oh, when Disney I was little. Oh, Disney Afternoon. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, Tip and Jail's Rescue Rangers. Tailspin, oh my! It, it lost it with Goof Troop. I couldn't handle Goof See, Troop. See, I didn't oh. like gu- I didn't like gummy bears on the on the early what? side of it. Oh, on the early end, yeah, I didn't like gummy, gummy bears. bears. No. Bouncing here and there and everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> God compare. <laughs> but just when I saw that, so I saw that same story about Darkwing Duck, and I thought, why why do you have to take my childhood and step all over? Let it's been twenty years. Let me just live with the reality that I thought Launchpad just. 
had a lot of time on his hands. Like to hang out with Darkwing Duck <laughs> and then also go on adventures with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Why do you got to ruin that for me? Come he on. never <laughs> slept. Just leave it be. Let him let him be the hero that we need, not the one that we deserve. An- another like shared universe thing that I love, and it's more our generation than y'all's generation, is in the Nicktoons when the Wild Thornberries crossed over with the Rugrats. Oh, my gosh. I, I, Rugrats I, go wild. I, yes, I loved the Rugrats. That, until I was like six, that was my all-time favorite show was the Rugrats. Uh, I identified with Chucky Finster so much, and I didn't even have red hair at the time. Wasn't the one with the scratch and sniff that you would watch the movie and you would scratch it and then you could smell Is it? Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, like a smell vision yeah, yeah, it was weird. I didn't do it. I never participated because I was And nervous. in the corner of the screen, they would show you – like scratch this one right now. Yeah, and you can smell yeah, it. yeah. Oh, I'm getting sent back in my brain right now. <laughs> you, said, to you have to go to like easier times. So they had like a crossover episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like it was like a little TV movie. It was called Rugrats Go Wild, and they're all on like vacation or something, and they run into the wild thornberries, mm-hmm. which Tim Curry was fantastic. Oh in yeah, yeah. copy ball. <laughs> I, I love at, at the Universal Studios theme park, and I don't know if they have this at, at Universal Hollywood, uh, but they like because you you live in California, so clearly <laughs> I mean you could be in San Francisco. Well, I did. Just, just I, 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 we, we were talking about this earlier, Tom. But I did put in there. I did text a friend who'd been to both Disney World and Disneyland to have them give me a rundown of which was better. So if we need to get to that East Coast versus East Coast, <laughs> I'm, I'm all prepared. Disneyland is the original, but Disney World is not so like right bigger. off the freeway and not all clustered and weird. I, I had a friend who she works for Disney here. She went to Disneyland and she was kind of reporting back on some of the subtle differences and the things that you you wouldn't think about. It, it is really interesting. Probably a conversation for another time. We'll bring you back for our Disney episode. <laughs> when you wish up on a star. Before I interrupt when you were talking about Orlando. No, please interrupt please that. Interrupt. <laughs> you, were t- <laughs> you were talking about uh, uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, Universal Orlando. Studios. They had a, a, a ride, the Hanna-Barbera ride. Yes, 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 yes. I love that ride so much. Now, I'm Hanna-Barbera so is, is the, they're the masters of crossover. I mean, it's yes. the, you got the Jetsons and Scooby-Doo, and they'll just show up in each other's episodes. They don't even care. But uh, they turned it into the Nickelodeon ride yes. after that. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that Neutron one, too. Ride? That was SpongeBob yeah. and Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron yeah. And Rugrats. And Rugrats. Oh, it. it was and all the Nicktoons. And Hey Arnold. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry, yes, I'm remembering. Because they've changed it again, and I'm just. Um, it's Minions now. I yes, don't Minions. That nearly is good. Minions. It's like dropping in quality. It's Everything like making a copy minions. of it. It's multiplicity. You're the just keeping it going down. It's not FPF. So Everything is one minions. of my favorites. Then, kind of spinning off to another Universal ride, uh, Transformers. Yeah. When the when the Transformers <laughs> movie came out, when Michael Bay did Transformers, my heart was so filled with hope. Scott, Scott, real quick, weigh in on the Transformers movies, the the Bayverse. I I remember being so. I was actually at a summer camp, and you guys understand this, doing youth ministry. We were at a summer camp up in the mountains, and it was the day that Wednesday, mm-hmm. whatever it was, 2010, that the original Transformers coming. I remember being so excited, thinking, <laughs> I'm really glad that I'm here with these students, helping them learn more about Jesus. But, but I also kind of wish <laughs> I was watching Transformers. Right now, and it was up in Central California, so I've had to drive an hour and a half to get to Fresno, which is a horrible place to end up anyway. And so I was, I, I just remember being filled with so much hope. And I saw the first one, and and I think I I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It yeah. was it was what I wanted to be. Sure. Optimus Prime said all the ridiculous things Optimus Prime one says. One shall stand, one shall fall. Exactly. I mean, I didn't. You couldn't tell the difference between any of the Transformers. They all just sort of. <laughs> looked like, looked like, and I always want. I always still wondered why did the Autobots get stuck being cars and the Septons got to be planes all the time. Right. That was dumb. So the first one was good. <laughs> that, then it just sort of went. I, the second one, it just became this thing. Like I don't like. I I remember going and seeing the third one because I was going to talk about it at youth group. That was the only reason I went to see it. Oh my I thought 
be, Why are there be a, transformed by the renewing yeah, of your mind. But, but in a better way than a bunch of Decepticons hiding on the moon for 40 oh, years. Right. I mean, it was just... Yeah. Or, or in a pyramid. Sense. Yeah. And, and, that I, and, and then all the stuff with, you know, the racially insensitive yeah. robot. I mean, just like... I mean, all the Michael Bay things... Like, in the first one, it seemed like Michael Bay wasn't... Didn't fully go Michael Bay... And the then Spielberg in two, three, four, five, he just sort of went for it. Same thing with Joel Schumacher. He sort oh. of held back in Batman Forever. Yeah. And then in Batman and Robin, he just, just like, I'm here be we full are. Schumacher. Hey. You went yeah. full Schumacher. Never go full Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> Never go full that, Schumacher. That's a horrible insult. Come on, Do man. Not go full Everybody knows that. Schumacher. Hey, Joel Schumacher is actually not a bad director. He's just a terrible yeah. Batman director. Yes. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good solid point. But in the, in the Transformers movie, there was a rumor that they were going to have, I think in the second one, or maybe even the first one, that they were going to have the guy who played uh, General Hawk from the G.I. Joe movie do a little cameo. Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid was mm. going to do a, a brief cameo as General Hawk in the Transformers Hasbro movie. Hasbro Universe. So, and that would have been the crossover in the Hasbro Universe. They didn't even need to fully realize that, but that would have been an excellent crossover. But I don't understand why they never crossed over the G.I. Joe and Transformers. That was a classic crossover from the old Marvel Comics days. G.I. Joe, the Decepticons, and Cobra. That's a great combination. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. And I think even IDW went back and did a comic book series not too, uh, pretty recently. And it was pretty cool to see the Decepticons transforming into like a Cobra Hiss tank. Oh, so cool. That was a really neat, and I, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. But we will get Men in Black crossover with 21 Jump Street. Oh, because, oh yeah, gosh. that was a good idea. Can't wait for Hollywood. That. Oh, my God. I feel like they're letting the proverbial manatees, you know, make the stories by pushing the the. We're talking about comics. They have a room full of monkeys on typewriters, right? We're talking about comics. There's another one that came out recently. I think it was independent, but it was Ninja Turtles and Batman. What? That's cool. I I didn't hear about that. Because it's New York. It's uh. I guess that makes sense. It's Batman and Ninja Turtles. They come together, and I guess they're fighting a common enemy. So, and that's a comic. So, well, well, Batman fights against a giant anthropomorphic crocodile. So why not? (laughs) And one thing that's kind of cool about speaking of Ninja Turtles is I was reading about this the other day, and I don't know why I had forgotten it, but Ninja Turtles, quote unquote exists in the same universe as Daredevil. Yeah, they do. In in, in the original, the first huh. uh, Ninja Turtles episode, or car, uh, comic book, number one, they told the story about how the ooze came down there, and the story basically tells from another perspective, Matt Murdock, oh. they don't, crossing oh. the road, is the yeah. ooze? and the oh. ooze is what gets in his Well, they face. don't name him, they but it's, name they him. almost do it shot yeah, for shot. Yeah, I, I remember reading yeah. that when I was a kid, and the oh. canister <laughs> rolls down and spills into... It all makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles loved Daredevil, so they're they like, Frank Miller. Yes, yeah, so Frank Miller, yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. So they just basically say, you know what? We're going to do this, and we're not going to name any names. We're not going to. It's going to be somewhat yeah. similar, so we oh, don't get sued. So yeah, I but, remember hearing that Eastman and Laird did yeah. that. That was that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I, I always forgot about that until I read something about it the other day. And then that the makes Ooze my heart really into happy. A bad guy and the Power Rangers had to fight him. And that was Speaking, in the day. Oh, sorry, I, <laughs> and I might be mistaken on this. They changed the origin. I don't know why. I'm just dropping some Ninja Turtle now. knowledge. That the uh, that Orukusaki. The splinter yes mm-hmm. was the human who turned into a rat instead of a rat who gained human properties. Yeah, they did it backwards. Mm-hmm. I just remember that story being on the back of the Ninja Turtles action figure card. Oh. Hmm. Um, Another crossover. I don't know if they've done it yet, but they're crossing over Justice League and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I am so excited for that comic issue. You have no oh, idea, Scott. Let me talk to somebody over thirty. Uh, Power Rangers <laughs> or Voltron. <laughs> I might be in that sweet spot of both where when I was when I was younger it was always Voltron and but it was hard to find because it wasn't on a regular time to watch it. So no. it was just I mean, 
you know, all those young people, young, good-looking people gather around. You have no idea what it was like that you had to watch something when it was on TV. That's right. Or you go couldn't, to the video yeah, store no and go to the grocery store and rent it. Yeah, so you, spoiled. You couldn't stream it or find it <laughs> online. It was like, oh, it's like 2 o'clock and it happens to be on Channel 13, so That's I'm going right. to watch it. Dude, I used so to run I, home so fast from my bus so that I didn't miss Inspector Gadget that I thought oh, I was going to And then 5 o'clock every afternoon, Channel 11, Batman the Animated Series. That's what it was hundred percent. See, I would I would come home. I'd rush home to watch Arthur on PBS. Oh, I thought you meant Arthur oh. with Dudley Moore. Yes, <laughs> Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore and what's her name? Julie Garland's daughter. What's her name? Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli. Thank you. Minnelli. Don't know why I forgot. Lucille too. Lucille too. Lucille too. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. How? Speaking of crossovers, Lucille too making the Arrested Development. Cro- when Arrested Development got canceled, Zach Braff, who was producing Scrubs at that time, Love wanted to buy the rights to the character Tobias Funke. And make him a character on the show Scrubs. That would have been fantastic. What a great crossover that would have been. Because I want to see Tobias and and the Todd just interact with each other. I love Scrubs. That says a lot about you. <laughs> like, that'd be funny. Would it? I was going to say Ted, but I forgot his name for well, a second. A, so a, he's the next... an analyst and a therapist. So. He is an, an, an outrapist. An outrapist, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but with Power Rangers, and you're, I don't, like, I was 13 when it came out, or 12. And... <laughs> Everybody in my class, we all watched it at home in the afternoon, but we wouldn't talk about it at school because you're just in that phase of like, I'm too cool too for this. Cool for this. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk about it, but we all watched it. We were all mega zorting <laughs> it out. And you, know, you, would, you would play it, and the dumb kid would have to be the putty. Like, ah, you have to be the putty. That's pretty accurate putty noise. And, you know, the Green Ranger comes in, your head explodes, goes, that guy's Tommy, and he has a ponytail. He's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) All those those things you think when you're 12 that are amazing. Did you grow up uh, in a Christian home? I mean, is that kind of your background? I I did. uh, Very much a Christian home. My parents were great. One of those kids who was born one week and was in the church nursery the next (laughs) week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I I just wonder, because I remember when Power Rangers first came out, a lot of the people in our church community, I don't know if it's different, you know, where you're from, but the Power Rangers was just like the, you know, strang verboten. Like, no, we can't watch that. That's how, you know, Satan enters your ear holes and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, he did plant the dinosaurs in the crust of the earth. So it all just clearly <laughs> <laughs> to throw off the poor paleontologists. Yeah. Their no, souls Power, Rangers was, Power Rangers wasn't banned. Simpsons definitely was banned. Married with Children. So <laughs> and not, and not, Married with nothing on Fox. I loved Yeah, basically so back stupid. then. So now, now it's, I can't believe The Simpsons is still on TV. I, oh uh, you talked about it last week. There's, you know, 600 episodes and 283 good ones, whatever it was. But just, hey, that's just the idea. Good job, F. Just the idea that <laughs> the show that I was banned from watching when I was 10 because Bart Simpson said, you know, who the heck are you? Not heck. We're yeah. a Christian episode here. That uh, <laughs> I could watch that. And now it's been on. Now I'm 35 and I have a daughter that I could ban from watching it. It's That's still right. on. <laughs> I wonder I wonder the things that we won't let our kids watch now. No, you can't watch. That's terrible. You're not allowed. How, how can I can I can I break? How do you handle that, Tony? Because I mean, there's I mean, you talk about all these things that you you watch, all the things that you love, all the toys that you collect. And, and you have a son. How do you how do you res- like, well, daddy's going to watch fill in the blank this is something you can't watch yet it's i mean a, do you have those conversations yeah we sure do and and we try to handle it i, I try to handle it respectfully I, we, I try to illustrate to my son he's 14 years old you know this is why we don't watch it or um, it, it's different i mean there's sometimes when i just straight up you know hide that stuff like yeah no go to bed son it's all good and he doesn't know you know i i don't know it's a difficult thing um i think that we have a really good set of communication where 
we can talk about things and why they're why I say we don't watch this or mm-hmm. we do. Uh, he's pretty good at self filtering too. One mm-hmm. of the saddest days that I ever had was the day that he stopped caring if he heard a bad language because uh, he says I heard it, I hear it every day at school and oh my goodness that broke my heart. But uh, but uh, I have a pretty cool kid that's. Uh, he makes it easy to have those conversations mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and he yeah. doesn't really fight with me. He's pretty obedient. I'm, I got I need to go home and thank him and hug him. <laughs> You're a good boy. Thank you for accommodating my lack of parenting skills. Oh. <laughs> wow. But I think I was, I was probably similar. I had a really good filter because I was raised in a Christian home, and it's like I didn't want to watch rated R movies until I was 17 because I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies until I was 17. So I made I made those choices. But I know, like, just what I've gleaned from listening to you guys, you know, over the past year, year and a half, is that a lot of you guys didn't grow up in a Christian home, so no. you know maybe for those guys, like how, like how have you just grown Nick. that? Just only, just only, Nick. 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 only Nick, only Nick, awesome. <laughs> how, you got, how, like, I mean, you know, Jackie, Jessica, like, how you guys, how have you like formed that filter as you've gotten older to say, now that I'm a new creation in Christ, how do I filter through the things that I allow in or that I don't allow in? I say this is, you know, this is this is neutral, this is good, this is bad. How, how have you guys? I mean, it's just I guess it happened naturally for me because I was growing up as a in a Christian home. But how have you guys? Have you guys developed that? Jessica's still working on it. <laughs> I think for me, it was more um, if I don't want, as a youth leader, if I don't want the youth watching it or mm. being a part of that, then I should not be a part of that either. Mm. So it's more of a, I sort of have to hold myself to a higher standard because of the example that I set for others. Mm. For me, it was just something that uh, it kind of takes time and is still taking time. Like it's something I feel like as Christians, we're constantly having to work on is to be able to filter because we're in a day and age to where it's just there's so much on social media and the tv and on the radio and it's just you really have to kind of keep in mind on what Jessica was saying about like with the students I've only been a leader for a couple years but when I was a student it was just something that like I was consciously thinking like well if Jesus was right there would he be okay with watching me watch this or read this or listen to this like mm. is this something i would feel okay with if my pastor was standing right behind me tony mm. would pop in my head a lot <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> but um as a leader now especially and then um with my youngest sister she's 12 she just started in the youth group i i'm the christian example in the household for her um and i have to try and balance being her sister but also kind of being like a parent to her and mm. something that i work on a lot because I want to be able to be that example for her because she doesn't have that. Hmm. Hmm. That's solid. You good. She's good. Jackie good. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of times even in our conversations on the show that we have to kind of stop and pause and filter and say, uh, Mm -hmm. okay, like, uh, I mean, I'm going to go hyper conservative here. We're in the, we're in the Bible belt, Scott, you know? Uh, Okay. You You definitely are. are. (laughs) We we take our Christianity deep fried and covered in gravy. With some Uh, butter. I say, uh, okay, Neff, you made a mention earlier about uh, the TGIF, uh, uh, TGIF episodes where Salem, the cat walked across and and my like hyper conservative pastoral spider sense went and started nope. tingling. I said, "Oh, you cannot make a reference to Sabrina the Teenage Witch on this program. We Witchcraft. are a Christian <laughs> podcast, 
and we suffer not a witch to live, you know? <laughs> Burn at the stake. And it's difficult. Uh, it's difficult because it, you, you want to bring well, how do you, up. Well, how, how, how do you, uh, how do you uh, reconcile that with uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch starring in God's Not Dead 2? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird crossover. You know what? Everybody, everybody deserves a second chance, he said, writing in the dust with his finger. Um, <laughs> I have a difficult time kind of balancing those things out, too. Stephen and I had a very heated debate over why Dumbledore is somehow, uh, you know, not to be mentioned, but Gandalf is is totally fine. Uh, it, what's the double standard there? Why is Harry Potter, um, you, you know, a little more taboo in more conservative cultures, but Lord of the Rings kind of gets a little bit of a pass? And, we, you know, we talk about these things and we debate these things, and there has to be a, a good logical answer. When we talk with our students, I want to make sure that we're coming at them respectfully and intelligently and, and not forcefully. I remember when I was a, a, a young Christian, I had youth leaders, man, they just came at me with the claws out about oh, yeah. anything that I brought with me from my pre-Christ lifestyle. I became a Christian when I was 13. So if I <laughs> was listening to a Metallica CD or if I, I made a reference to this or that or the other, oh my goodness, it was just like getting chopped down. And it always made me feel small. It always made me feel the opposite of the reason why I wanted to be included in, in, in faith. So I was trying to handle that with a little bit more respect and say, you know, we're going to love and we're going to think and we're going to reason together and we're going to work out our salvation, which, you know, we, we believe in Jesus. And now we're just kind of walking out this process of sanctification and making good choices. And um, you know, there's a little bit of wisdom and there's a little bit of encouragement and there's a little bit of just kind of growing and maturing in Christ, too. I know there's certain things you better you got to get rid of quicker than others. Mm hmm. But it is tough because, and that's really one of the motivating factors for why we started this podcast was I was driving down the road with my son one day. We had a long road trip and I said, hey, let's listen to, let's listen to a podcast. Let's listen to them talk about Nintendo. And uh, we couldn't find a video game podcast that wasn't rife with profanity uh, or, you know, vulgarity. And I thought, why isn't there one? Why isn't there one that, that, that talks to somebody that, you know, has more of a family friendly vibe or, or even a spiritual focus? And that was one of our one of our tipping points for, for starting the show. <sighs> really good, very, good. very clean, yeah. working it all out of the system <laughs> right now. Cleanse. Let's drink uh, a bunch of lemon juice. Man, Scott Higa bringing like the thoughtful sorry, stuff up in here. Sorry, I was, No, it's good. I was just looking for an on-ramp to mention when the T-1000 pulled over Wayne Campbell <laughs> in the movie Wayne's World. <laughs> and, and that when T-1000 walked through the, the precinct and... Uh, Last Action Hero? Oh, my goodness. Last Action Hero was all about just, like, the hodgepodge of references. I love that movie so much. A, <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, well, you want to go real crossovers, here's another movie you love, Gremlins 2, uh, when Hulk Hogan shows up in the middle I, of the movie. You have to watch this movie, brother. Or in uh, Goonies, when they mention the, when Chuck called the police because there was little green like men those that little multiply, green when, you men that multiply when you put water yeah. on them. Well, we're doing, or if we're doing wrestling... You could always talk about uh, wrestling. When Sting Ro fought Ro Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> yeah, Robocop. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh. Some, some great things that I mentioned. These are some, some great crossover uh, universes that I really, really love. Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that's a cool. Mm. One. Oh, that's a oh, wow. I've never thought of that one. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, these yeah. are these are different literature, literature universes that kind of yeah. come together. That where cool. you got you know Captain Dracula Nemo. and, and well, Nemo, well, yeah, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the, the Sea, Man. the Invisible Man, and Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, Dorian. What's the, what's what's Dorian. Sean Connery? You're thinking of the movie? <laughs> no, you're, no, no. I Alan said League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, not LXG. Don't bring the no, movie. No, no, no. But what's the Sean Connery's character? Alan Quarter. Thank you. Alan Quarter. 
It's not. Oh, you guys ruined it by bringing up the movie. All right, next on my list. Other generation. <laughs> they did a comic book, um, Batman versus Predator. Yeah, what? which was brilliant. And then later on, they tried to kind of one up it by doing Superman versus Aliens. Not so, not so brilliant. I, I remember those. I think I have an issue or two of the Superman versus Aliens. Uh, one that I never thought I would see: 1988's Who Framed Roger yes! Rabbit. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes! I'm so glad you brought that up. I love that so much. Bugs Bunny that and Mickey Mouse. So and oh. Bugs Bunny wins. He brings Mickey to the dark side a little bit. Doesn't yeah, he? Mickey. Yes. Gets, Mickey gets a little salty in that yes! movie. Oh, I love that movie oh, so boy. much. Oh. Uh, That's another movie that I watched as a child and then I watched as an adult. I thought, like, why, why did my parents this let me watch totally this? This is totally inappropriate. It's like, yes, oh, that is patty true. Cake. Like, patty when you're patty set, yeah, patty cake. Nope. Oh, they're just playing patty cake. Like, yeah. Oh, nope. that's 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 not a euphemism. That is. <laughs> I thought I thought my childhood was all about Nintendo. Evidently, it was all about innuendo. I didn't oh. know. Drop the mic. Got them bars. Huh? Uh, yeah. The, the <laughs> <laughs> no, I had bars. I'm sorry. Um, you have bars? Wear some. I need some. Apollo bars. Video games. Marvel versus Capcom. Mm. Yes. DC versus Mortal Kombat. Yes. Cool. Smash Brothers. Yes. PlayStation All-Stars. Yes. Nobody cares about PlayStation All-Stars. I like that game. <laughs> I play as Raiden. I mean, I, <laughs> but the greatest video game crossover ever. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. If you haven't played it, Black Friday is coming up. You need to buy this game. It's going to be on sale somewhere. Mario Sonic Olympic Games. Lego Dimensions. Oh, oh yes. I've never <laughs> played it, but I want to so badly. So it's available for the Xbox, Scott. Avail yourself. Okay. You're making an investment in your child's future here. <laughs> Lego Dimensions. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that moment when she wants to play video games and watch movies, and then I have an excuse to do all those it things. It was a great <laughs> thing when my son uh, started playing video games, and I, I put a controller in his hand from the time he was born. I was hoping, please, <laughs> just, please just, on just be a little nerdy. Just be, just be a little nerdy just enough now You're talking to his friends like i love to give my son a, a nes controller one day and now it's like son put the pokemon down for the <laughs> god you created this what you're I, in church or you created you're on a the toilet or you're on you're at dinner <laughs> the seeds that you've sown you shall reap uh, indeed indeed and press down shaking together running over <laughs> uh so but yeah i love when when he when he started getting into video games and we could play together that was a that was a great feeling but lego dimensions gary oldman is the, the cast alone is is wonderful. Yes. Gary Oldman's the bad guy. He's trying to collect all these different trophies and things from different universes and it brings all of these Lego universes together. So you've got uh, Lego Lord of the Rings because he tries to get the one ring and uh, ends up grabbing, grabbing Frodo as well. So Gandalf <laughs> chases him down the hole and, and Gandalf ends up running into Lego Batman. Nice. Uh, they end up in Cloud Cuckoo Land from the Lego movie. Oh my gosh. And, 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 which is awesome because you've got Lego Batman from the video games, the gray suit Troy Baker Lego Batman runs into the black suit Will Arnett Lego oh, Batman and they're actually like who are you? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. This is great. It's so wonderful and it just really takes you there and they bring all these different universes in and it's uh, it's just the perfect form of crossover to they me. They had me at Back to the Future. They did. Back to the Future is in it. And, and, and Doctor Who. And Portal. I didn't what, know this what? about this. I, I'm going to get the Doctor Who set. Mm. Evidently, when you die, you you play as Peter Capaldi, the the twelfth yes. Doctor. When you die, you regenerate as one of the other Doctors. Oh, that's beautiful. It's that's random. So cool. that's beautiful. The what noise Def just made was beautiful. What a really cool feature. I'm so super geeked out. I wish, about that. I wish the listeners could see his face. <laughs> his jaw is agape. Um, the <laughs> Black Mesa shows up in the game Portal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Black Maybe Mesa. Black Mesa. What's Black Mesa? Black Mesa is uh, from Half Life. 
Uh, Thanks for asking that question so I didn't feel stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Now, I didn't play Half-Life. I've only played Portal, but I've gotten enough information just from... Half-Life is good. Aperture and and Black Mesa are rival companies, I'm assuming. They don't ever say that, really. They just sort of imply it. Do they mention Aperture and Half-Life? No. Okay. But there's you can even see in some offices where they have the Black Mesa logo on some files that are scattered across in Portal. Um, And Abstergo. I remember reading an electronic gaming monthly magazine from the late 80s where they that were doing... That is a very old statement. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading a magazine that was delivered to my house. Which part, reading or magazine? Hey. Or electronic gaming. But monthly. I'm right there with you. EGM was the business. EGM was it. So I, I was reading EGM, and they had their little April Fool's section where they had some goof things, and they had a picture of a game. It was a crossover game called Double Dragon Battletoads. And it was, oh, it was just a goof. Yeah, and then that. later on, they came out with an actual mm-hmm. game, Double Dragon Battletoads, uh, one of the first crossover video games. Uh, talked to Dan Line the other day, uh, <laughs> Tori's brother, and he's like, if you're talking about crossover, you got to mention Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. a good call. Kingdom Hearts. Are, have you played Kingdom Hearts? I, I played I, a little I bit not, of it. but I know, I know a lot. The, the concept of it being... Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters. It's Disney and Final Fantasy. Oh, there are are there actually Final Fantasy characters there? Okay, I didn't know that. I just thought it was Disney meets Final Fantasy in style. No, you play as a as a character that's exclusive to the game, but you interact with all the Final Fantasy. Like, there's one part where you go to the Colosseum from Hercules, and you have to fight in a duel against Cloud and Sephiroth. Really, that's Mm -hmm. cool. Wow, that's really cool. Makes me wish I would have played Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, King, well, you can still get it. They have the HD collection. <gasps> really? What? I mean, what? HD for up. PlayStation 3, but still, oh. play, play your PS3 <laughs> from time to time. Um, but I, the biggest problem here, and Scott, you know, you are, you're a mighty man of God. I wanted to talk about this so bad, but how to spiritualize the idea of a crossover? How to spiritualize the idea of, uh, okay, what what can we glean from this uh, in a faith perspective? Uh, mm-hmm. A character showing up from one universe and another universe. and um, So I'm going to throw the ball to you and see. what. Oh, good. <laughs> so, Great. Dream thanks. the impossible dream, my friend. Well... Actually, I thought a couple ways. Like, you could go, like, biblical crossovers. I mean, just to the bare minimum. Like, think about the transfiguration. Like, Elijah shows up with Moses. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah, we're so smart together. (laughs) (laughs) Or we've both read the Bible at one point. I mean... And how, how... The best part is Peter, James, and John's reaction. Like, they're seeing this thing where... I mean, I guess... I'm a big Marvel guy, so it's it's that moment in the first Avengers when the camera pans around them and you see all six of these heroes yeah. gathered for the first time. Yeah. And it, like every time, I watch that movie all the time and it gives me goosebumps. And yeah. so, you know, so to imagine that and then just to the nth degree because it's Jesus mm-hmm. and Moses and Elijah <laughs> hanging out a mountain and all those goosebumps I, I get while watching the Avengers assemble, Peter, James, and John like, let's build them a tent. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like they're shining, literally versions of these heroes from your past yeah. from long ago, and they've been dead, and now they're on the mountain with Jesus, and you want to build them a tent. But just also the idea that, you know, they wanted to build a tent because they wanted to stay there in that moment. They wanted mm-hmm. to rest on that mountain instead of going away back to yeah. what God and Jesus were calling them to, of you know, spreading the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand, and so I think maybe even just that idea that we see all these 
like we wait with ex- we have expectation for all these crossovers. Like I'm very expectant of Infinity War. I'm very excited mm. for that yeah. to happen and come out because I, I still have the uh, Infinity Gauntlet comics one through four with Thanos on the cover saying, "Come and get me." Yes, and it's such a great. I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah. But when it happens, it's like, well, I can't stay in that moment. I have to leave the theater, go back home to my, she'll be like a three-year-old daughter at that point. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's the issue that we have as nerds is that all these things that we get so excited about, I think crossovers are it because it it takes all these, it's it's like um, exponential excitement. I'm excited for Jessica Jones. I'm excited for Luke Cage. I'm excited for Iron Fist. I'm excited for Daredevil. But to see them all come together, the defenders. For eight episodes, I mean that that's the that's the peak of yes. excitement. Yeah. And then when it's over, it's like, okay, I guess I gotta go back to real life. And I think that's where Is that why Avengers I, was so great and Iron Man three was so lackluster? Yes. Yeah, we probably. He's like, I've already seen them all come together. It's like, and now I gotta deal with depressed Tony. That's not as oh, much fun. It's like Tony like, you can't believe that this guy's gonna fight the Mandarin and I don't know, Captain America's not gonna show up to help. Yeah. And and that and that you know that's that's under box like well that's how it is in the comics all the time it's just like just you know do that suspension of disbelief yeah. I got to push that away <laughs> and now Tony's on a break with Pepper come on they're on oh, a break so wait, what hurts my heart <laughs> you know I, you you mentioned Transfiguration that was kind of where my my mind was was leading to and and I, I went back and I was reading a little bit out of Matthew seventeen and and I, there's just the kind of story building up to it because I like to read the context and just sort of see and and as I was reading it's it's uh, I mean I have it right here Matthew. Matthew 17. Um, this is right after they Jesus fed the 4,000. Uh, so there, there's this big thing of provision and this big thing. And, and, and as, as soon as they leave, uh, the disciples start panicking, going, oh, we didn't bring bread with us um, for this next part of the journey. And Jesus is like, did you not just see what happened? And, and they, they <laughs> like, head up and, really? and he, he starts asking him, you know, who do you say? And Peter says, you know, you're Christ, son of God. And he's like, you know, look. And so he, he anoints him. He's like, you're, you're going to be this leader. You know, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. And there's some Greek uh, wordplay that's happening there. But, but there's this establishment of leadership as Jesus is sort of beginning his journey to the cross, he's building the person that's going to kind of succeed him and, and, and bring some ministry to his people and, and, and rescue the lost. And there's sort of a mirror image of what's happening there. The, the minute I think of bread, I always go back to the children of Israel in the wilderness and, and the bread from heaven, manna. And, and of course, you know, you have Moses there who is the leader that Christ has raised up. And, and that goes to the transfiguration because next thing you know, Moses just shows up. And it's like, ta-da, Moses is here. I know you were just thinking about Moses, and now Moses is here. Uh, we were in a Bible study a couple years ago. We did a, we did like a three-year study on the book of Exodus. And, oh, my and, yeah. and we were just in it forever. We tore yes. it up. And it was super late because we only function late at night, apparently. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that we were all a little bit loopy on, on Toll House Cookies and the Word of God. Mm. And we were reading in Exodus chapter 24 when, when Moses is standing there in the presence of God and, and it's like the, 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 the ground below him was, you know, was, was glowing like it was, you know, lapis lazuli. And I was thinking, what if this is the other end of that call? Like, you know, oh, yeah. wouldn't that be amazing if Moses is up on the mountain and we're seeing in Exodus the other side? Of the transfiguration. So cool. Like, wouldn't that be so trippy? I mean, uh, there's no, absolutely no biblical evidence <laughs> to support that. 
But wouldn't it it's be nice cool? It's nice to think. That's a Marvel Because you have all these That's moments. That's how all heresy starts. That's just exactly like, cool. <laughs> what Wouldn't it be cool if? if we could totally understand the Trinity? And also, we can have many wives. <laughs> no? What? Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. We're not in Utah, okay? <laughs> no, the, but I, I just, I thought that would be kind of, that was kind of a, a, a neat idea. You have all these moments where, okay, you can't look at God, you can't look at God. But this time, he's like, yeah, I'm looking at God. And I'm like, oh, that, what if it's Jesus? And what if he's, uh, of course, you don't follow those rabbit trails, <laughs> but... Uh, it, it is that, that, the transfiguration is such a cool moment because there is a distinct crossover, uh, and you have these even moments in the Old Testament where they're like, "Oh, I see a fourth man in the fire," you know. Oh yeah, it's Jesus, you know. And and you know, you, we speculate and we project and stuff. Who was it that touched Jacob on the hip and you know wrestled with him all night? Then long? you get all the angels too. The angels who show up in the New and Old Testament. The angels are. So that, that's kind of cool. That's a whole other thing. Angels are like the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of the Bible. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. here's Colson again. Yes. <laughs> so you my, thought he was dead, but. Just kidding. Can't keep a good man down. It's a yeah. magical my, place. My mind went somewhere completely different with crossover. Like, I didn't start for sorry, I didn't start thinking about, like, like uh, biblical crossovers. My mind first went to, like, our call, like, how our show and the Christian nerd are crossovers of Christ culture and nerd culture. How, as Christians, we're supposed to be sort of crossed over with the world, not to be of the world, but to be in the world, and kind of use what we have and what we know in Jesus to kind of bring them to our side of that crossover. Hmm. And that's where my mind first went to, is us interacting with the world and showing showing them Jesus by our fruits and, and by how we love each other instead of being of the world. Like, that little crossover, like, we're, like our heaven is our home kind of deal, yeah. mm-hmm. but, like, we're like the in between between Jesus and these people, right? So we're we're dead in Christ. We're you know it's no longer we who live; it's Christ who lives in us. We're still in this world, functioning yes. in, in our flesh, but we're you know moving towards that place. Yeah. Jackie, what's up? To take that uh, a step further, it was Jesus who crossed over to be with us mm. so that he could die for us and so that we can be with him so we could cross over and spend eternity with God. I guess that's kind of a cool thing. Kind of like Set and spike. And <laughs> that's why they call it a crossover. <laughs> well, I think that's good. I think that's solid. And, and hopefully that fills the hearts of our listeners with encouragement, you know, that we, uh, we do have this cool role. We have dual citizenship between here and heaven. Uh, there's a part of us that, you know, there's a part of me today being my birthday. Uh, the, we, we got together. We <laughs> went to lunch. That. We went to lunch with all these uh, uh, teenagers. We went to, had our youth Thanksgiving lunch today and they were like, oh, we should do this more often. You should have birthdays more often. <laughs> I said, well, I have two. I got November 20th. I was born. And then February 1st, I was born again. Oh, so I have I have dual citizenship. Amen. You know, I was born. Uh, you can't take away from the fact that I was born in Nashville, Tennessee, because I was. And uh, I might be giving out too much personal information right. about myself. Here. Hey, Tony. Real quick, what is your social security <laughs> number? <laughs> last four, my social. What are those three digits on the back of your credit card? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's your mother's maiden name? What's but, your first elementary school? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's just security questions, man. But at the same time, I, I, I gave my heart to Jesus, and I, and I died to my sin. And I, I rose in him. And, and if you're a believer today, that that makes you the crossover in this world. That makes you the one that the world is looking to to be the greatest example of, of Christ and of love and of grace. And uh, those are things that are completely foreign, uh, completely non-intuitive to the ways that this world runs. And if you don't believe me, just open your eyes and look at the world around us. It's it's a madhouse. Uh, a madhouse. Exactly. <laughs> But um, but we bring peace, and, and we are ambassadors of, of a greater kingdom. Uh, so uh, good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, for, for sharing that, man. You have illuminated Thanks for having me. our lives. So, Scott, we have this thing that we do called Best Thing Ever. 
Yes, it's I'm a, aware. A bracket system. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Uh, I have to say this, that uh, Steve, when you said that Oracle couldn't have a leg up in the competition, I died. <laughs> yeah. That Everybody else shamed you for making a joke about paraplegic, <laughs> but I lost it. I was at work running cable, and I had to stop what I was doing. <laughs> as long as somebody laughs at my jokes, because everyone here just looks at me. You are. <laughs> You are a dark and disturbed person, Scotty. <laughs> you should, you should hear the stuff we cut. <laughs> you should hear what we cut. It's it's uh, it's embarrassing. Oh, gosh. It does not honor God. Um, <laughs> it's a shame to your cloth. We are now we are now in our semifinal round. So we've got two more rounds before the, the finals. And uh, tonight, I, I really want you to weigh in because this is a crossover that, uh, that we would like to see happen. One of the best potential rounds that we've had in Best Thing Ever so far. Tonight will be... Batman versus oh. Batman Beyond. Oh! So. <laughs> that was Scar unison. Me. So perfect. Sorry, did somebody just buy all the vowels? <laughs> like, hey. It's like the beginning of the, of the song. Sometimes why? Sometimes one in Space Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Scott, give us your predictions. Batman versus Batman Beyond. Bruce uh, Wayne versus Terry Guinness. I... Uh, I would say Batman has to win because Batman yeah. mentors Terry. I mean, right? I mean, you yes. can't have Batman Beyond without Batman. And Terry's just this punk kid, and then Bruce Wayne gets a hold of him. Let me Grumpy qualify this. Let me qualify this by let's let's say Batman plus Batman Beyond, both of them in their prime. So we won't do the the, the entry level starter oh. Terry McGinnis. Okay. Uh, we'll say Batman functioning Batman Beyond. But we're going to stop Batman right now. So it's not Batman that has all of the knowledge that led him up to Batman Beyond. So, so Batman I'd still Beyond say has, Batman. Okay. Because Batman beats Superman. Batman can figure out a dumb kid in a cybernetic suit, right? But this is Batman beating himself. Yes. The ultimate yep. chess game. This is a tough one. <laughs> Well, I think can Batman the Lord create a rock that's so big that even he can't lift it. Hallelujah. I think oh it's gonna gosh. be Batman just because I want it to be Batman. I need it to be Batman. Batman, Batman. Batman. Well, Batman. it's gonna be People Batman like either Batman way. <laughs> so what do you think, Neff? Batman or Batman Beyond? Oof. In the, both in their prime? In their prime. Oh, Batman. When he's in his prime, he's he's, he's in even prime. when he's not in his prime, he's he's on top of the well, game. Let's throw in a third so, crossover bringing Batman well. <laughs> From the tick. <laughs> Hello, how's your sister? From the who's, tick. Who's also Richard Albert from Lost. And also the gov uh, the mayor of Gotham City. And Batman. The Dark Knight movies. Full on crossover. Oh my gosh. With my a lot hurts. of eyeliner. That movie <laughs> that's natural. Right. That's all that. That's like God gave him that eyeliner. God. That's what happened. Really? He has God naturally mesmerizing eyes. He has natural, like, natural eyeliner. eyeliner. They <laughs> actually have to tone it down because it's so <laughs> thick in real life. Oh they have to go in there with thinning shears. Just Jessica, Batman, or beyond? I don't know too much about Batman Beyond, so I'm just going to say Batman. Nick? <laughs> Same. Batman. Oh, sell out. Oh, Batman. All the way, Batman. Team I would love If it was anybody else <laughs> hey, instead Valor. of Mystic. Batman versus Mystic. Batman Beyond, I'd pick Mystic. Terry, but I have to go with Batman. Oh, all right. I'll be the I'll be the black sheep. I'll say Batman Beyond, but I know it's going to be Batman. You just you everyone. vote for Friedel? And, and it, <laughs> oh yeah, Friedel. there it is, Tony. A, a vote for for Batman Beyond is a vote for Will Friedel. Here is the uh, the the thing, and I'm just priming the pump for this one. Uh, I don't want this to be tainted by the fact that the winner of our next round, which is going to be Daredevil versus Iron Man, which is going to be Iron Man, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm shooting for Daredevil, is going to have to fight against 
the winner of this round. So, oh, yeah. uh, so I don't want that to be tainted. I, I, I think that I would probably rather see Batman Beyond fight against Iron Man because you have a little bit more of a tech aspect to it. But I, I just, you know. Do you have a rich, crazy billionaire aspect in the other one? Well, that's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Eccentric billionaire. If, you have Daredevil if we could only get Zuckerberg in there, we, that would be the most fantastic <laughs> oh my gosh. battle royale ever. Actually, Hello? How, how you, you doing? What's my terrible... <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> you need the Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, not the Mark that's Zuckerberg. What, well, no, that's what I was going for. It was oh. Lex I, Luthor. I thought you were doing Ross Perot, another rich, crazy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, well, so that is it. You can connect with us on our Twitter and uh, vote for the best thing ever. That poll is going to be active at the time of this episode's airing. Let us know who you think is going to win Batman versus Batman Beyond in this week's best thing ever. ever, 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 ever. We do want to say thank you so much to everybody who follows us online at nerdofgodcast.com on all of our social media platforms at Nerd of Godcast. If you want to get in touch with our friend Scott Higa, you can find him online at thechristiannerd.com or uh, on Twitter at Scott Higa. Yep. And, uh, or at Christian underscore nerd. At for the Christian, Christian underscore nerd. There's all kinds of things uh, that are going on. He's involved with uh, speaking and live events. If you are West Coast or if you just really like road trips and you want to go see him from wherever <laughs> you are, uh, you can get all that information on his website at scotthiga.com. That's H-I-G-A dot com. Scott, you did mention uh, in a conversation we had earlier that you have an unsettling passion for Gene Gray. Your words, not mine. That's true. I did. That was what you were supposed to not bring up, Tony. Oh, so I'm really offended now. So Dang it. I Why that, would you hide that? <laughs> Jessica has an unsettling passion for Jean Grey. So I really wanted to get the two Hers of you Hers probably guys isn't as weird as mine, though. <laughs> let's Wait, be honest. All of Jean Grey or just Famke Jansen Jean Grey? Oh, no. Like, redhead comic, X-Men number one. I mean, there's a panel in there that... You know, I should be sanctified and not think about. All right, hey, <laughs> back it but up. It's just, a, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, like, you know, like all these things you're obsessed about as a kid, and you just carry them over. I mean, I'm obsessed with David Bowie because he was the Goblin King. Absolutely, yeah. like, oh, yeah. absolutely. You see that when you're you see that when you're six years old and think, why do I feel this way about David Bowie? Oh, it's because I saw him wearing really tight pants with eyeliner when I was six. I mean, okay. it's just a weird thing. <laughs> See, now, I watched the same movie. I walked away with an unhealthy fixation for Jennifer, Jennifer, Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. You oh, and I went yeah. very different directions <laughs> on the labyrinth, sir. My Jennifer Connelly was Hulk. Don't go that way. <laughs> Never go that way. <laughs> I just can't wait for, like, 15 years down the line when your daughter decides to start listening to old podcasts and oh, someone's gosh. mother's like, Dad, we need to Who's talk. Who's Gene Gray, Daddy? <laughs> Who's David uh, Bowie? Uh, David Bowie, Bowie, he reminds me of the man. Ground control to Major Tom. We're in trouble here tonight, guys. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, get connected with us. We love hanging out on social media. I know that the the Christian nerd Scott is a uh, a prolific tweeter and uh, and an often uh, very wonderful writer. You need to check him out on his blog. So uh, we are so honored to have you tonight. This has been the the best crossover episode we have ever had. It's also yeah, the, the only, only crossover one. episode we've ever had. But so it's the best and the worst. The, so we'll we'll lead towards the former. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We have uh, we have been absolutely honored to have you. Will you please tell Ron next time he's got to come and be a part of the fun? I will do that for sure. And uh, that'll be way more fired up because he is. We're we're people in different. <laughs> now the other day I, I was dri I'm driving on the road and I'm listening to your podcast and I, I can't remember what what episode it was, but the first like 15 minutes of the episode, poor Ron was putting me to like he was falling yeah. asleep. 
And he's like, yeah, we're, we're the opposite. In the, the, morning. The, 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 yeah, the beginning of our episodes, we re-record usually about 730 in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday. Oh, so we're kind of the opposite of you guys. Yeah, that's so we're, we're We got to wake up when you guys you can hear it. Us. Yeah, you can hear the process of him yeah. kind of waking up. And, you know, I've, I've never just no, I've never noticed it as stark as I did on that one particular episode. I was yeah. like, man, Ron, you need I will send you some coffee, man. Just wake up, dude. We, we are sponsored by Keurig or we wish we were. <laughs> wish we were. <laughs> Do you guys have sponsorship on your show? We have a fake sponsor every week. We mentioned something that we would like to be sponsored by. <laughs> I was just I was, I was, I was going to ask you, like, how do you how do you do yeah. that? <laughs> we would love to get someone to pay for our stuff. We're looking, we're looking at you, Casper mattress. I just had to <laughs> renew my membership to uh, to Adobe Media so that we could actually record this thing successfully tonight. And that money don't come free. And that's why I want to thank all the people that sponsor us on Patreon. Uh, we've got uh, some really really great people, a small handful of people, but good good quality people that pay the bills or at least enough of them that my wife doesn't make me stop doing this uh, we do have uh, someone god to- bless wives who don't make us stop doing this <laughs> <laughs> thank you yes they are good man god is good to us uh, i do want to give a special shout out tonight to uh, one of our newest patreon uh, he has reached uh, big time producer level uh, with a very generous Patreon gift. So we have committed to him that one of his rewards is that he will get an early release of this episode, uh, a copy of our run sheet, an autographed photo of the Nerd of God cast crew, and uh, he will be mentioned as a producer of this episode. So, Zachary Schinholzer, we salute you. Thanks, Salute. Very cool. Well, for uh, for the Nerd of God cast, uh, we do want to say thank you so much again to the Christian nerd, Scott Higa. Woo! And, uh, thank you guys very much for having me. Appreciate it. We do appreciate it as well. For Steve-O Supremo. Cowabunga. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Out. The twins, Jackie and Jess. Bye. And my best friend in the entire world, Nick Sadler. Aww. Goodbye. Give or take. (laughs) My name is Tony T. This is the Nerd of God cast. Until then, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. When it's We don't really have a sponsor, so... <laughs> Dween, we have to get from another commercial. All right, sell us something, guys. What are we selling? Uh, ladders. Ladders? <laughs> As who? Who are we going to Hey, be? hey, hey. I don't know about the ladder industry, man. It's got a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> oh. Hey, who, who are our characters? Who are we going to be? Oh, I'll be Starscream. I've been, work- I've been working on my Starscream voice. <laughs> okay, who am I going to be, then? Please don't name an Autobot. Get shot. That's scary. All right. So Would Star- you buy my ladder? <laughs> Starscream and Megatron Please. are trying to sell a ladder. I can't do Megatron. <laughs> I can't. I can't do any Transformer. Can you do Megatron? I'll do, I'm going to do Optimus Prime. That's okay. right. I am Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. And I'm Starscream. Starscream, you're a Decepticon. Yes, I'm also the leader of the Decepticons. I think you're going a little Cobra Commander on this. <laughs> <laughs> Destro, come here, help me out. <laughs> let me sh- let me show you our new product, straight from the QVC back room. <laughs> QVC, that's the Quality Villains Channel. What was Joker? that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you don't have a leg to stand on. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Wanna next bet? Next time. <laughs> I'm done.
I'm done. I bet. <laughs> Are we just doing villains now? <laughs> I felt left out. Good night, guys. Uh, <laughs> what did we sell? <laughs> oh, and we have our first caller. <laughs> well, you like, sold your voice. I hear that you guys are selling some awesome stuff over there. Oh, yes, we're selling ladders. <laughs> you can buy. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you buy five now, we give you the sixth one half off. That's five payments of five ninety nine. That's five hundred ninety nine dollars. And that's one payment of seven hundred thirteen dollars because you got five easy payments and one hard payment. I make the deal, sir. You are the customer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you you, well, you never heard of bargaining. Gosh, what was what was his name from Gravity Falls? Um, the little the little guy in the blue suit. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> it's just with a G, doesn't it? G- the little Gideon. Little Gideon. You sound like little Hi Gideon. there, everybody. That gum Sorry. right there. You <laughs> can't sell that ladder, son. It's not OSHA regulated. No, it's okay, Mr. Hill. I got all these ladders and ladders. I'm afraid I can't let you sell it. It's just not up to spec. Well, since you're a propane guy, we have ladders and ladders. Are we just wait? What, are we just bringing a random character? Ladders and ladders. I don't understand what the reference is to propane or propane accessories. But I don't appreciate what you're doing, sir. I'm going to ask you to shut it down. I'm making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> you never catch me. Try to see if I should go auto from The Simpsons yeah. or Strong Bad now. <laughs> Just running through my characters. Hey, Bart dude. How you doing? Slinks, it's like a crazy bus driver, Scoops. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasham, and now back to the countdown. Wait a second. I uh, I think we need a, an email. Do we? So we can maybe get some some, some drug door. That was a terrible. I don't know somewhere. where you're going with this, Stephen, but I drug door. Something inside. What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> what I'm are we doing? Sure. But I know in the cafe there's leftover donuts, and that's where I'm going now. Mmm, donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Okay. <laughs>